0: to the latest episode of Deconstruction Damsels, I'm your host Jessica and today we will be discussing In the Heat of the Bite by Lydia Dare and our guest is Courtney from the Cult of Domesticity <laughs> and I hope you enjoy it. We have a few things to get out of the way though. First, thank you so much to my patrons D, Carrie, Marlene And the latest, Kelly from Boobies and Newbies, I appreciate all your support. It means a lot. And I thank you for your trust. Also, there is a little bit of end of the year stuff going on. I would appreciate if you would please fill out the form in the show notes. It's a Google form because it's all anonymous. I'm not keeping any of the data, just the basic demographics and stuff like that. So I can find out. What you guys want and don't want, what you'd like to see change, what you guys like. If there's anything that would make you be a Patreon, if you are a Patreon, what would you like to see, stuff like that. It's just an all-around kind of listener survey, and I'm just trying to get an idea because 2021 will be here not too long from now, which seems crazy after this year, but it's only a couple months away, and I'm trying to kind of plan out next year's activities and what we can do, and I want to make sure that everything's a-okay. And what you prefer. And there are some long form, short form. It shouldn't take more than like 15 minutes. I'm just trying to kind of make it easier. So I can get just like I said some basic raw data to kind of run with. It will be going until November 30th. It, it may sound like I always ask like I'm I'm asking for feedback and I am. Because I want to make sure you guys are enjoying the show as well. And if you have any suggestions please put them in there. That's the last question just Put what you want. I made sure like most things are paragraph style for gender. Please put whatever pronouns and whatever information you guys how you want to be presented, because I'm also trying to be more cognizant of that as well. I know I'm not perfect and I'm sorry. Same thing with the name thing. Uh, There was a thing going around on Twitter the other day talking about how if you can say this, that and the other. I I do my best. I'm not always perfect. But I, I do try ahead of time to to read name and say names, but names always trip me up because names are the most respectful thing I can give you. And I always feel really bad when I don't do it right. And now time for the review. This is from Joelle, who is from Mouse and Weens, And I want to thank her especially because she's done a lot of promoting the podcast and it means a lot. So she goes, Deconstructing damsels gives a great twist on romance and shines a light on the feminine characters in the stories, which is a breath of fresh air. The host, Jessica, has a fun outlook, has on wonderful guests, and does a great job of getting us motivated to read with a new perspective. Thank you so much for that, Joelle. That that means a lot. And I I value that so much. Okay, one last thing. So this episode is gonna be kind of long. I would normally put it into two parts, but it's going to be end of the month and I don't want to like have you guys have three episodes at the end of the month. You're already going to have two because after this one, there is the third of the episodes and that one will be starring Sarah Blair, Sarah L. Blair, who is a writer. And I want to go ahead and, you know, acknowledge that. I hope you guys don't mind a longer one. Uh, We had fun and there's a lot of cut stuff that will actually be in the Patreon. I hope you guys enjoyed that part of it, too. Uh, it'll be going up sometimes over the next month, because there's quite a few little bits and pieces that I'm going to release. So you guys don't have, like, 35 minutes of hearing, you know, random stuff. Okay, on with the show! Oh,
1: that was on point! So nice! <gasps> go do your intro before I... <laughs> you go.
0: Okay! Alright, so... I am here to talk about in the heat. No, wait. Yes, in the heat of the bite.
1: (laughs) With with Courtney. We did the right one this time. We can't mess this up.
0: Well, to be fair, I opened up both of them because my, my Nook and I were having conversations about which picture goes with what book. Because I was like, no, I want that one, but I touched the wrong one, and then it opened it, and I was having issues, okay? It's fair.
1: I bought a new Kindle. I'm very excited. (gasps) <gasps> it's not here I yet. I want to get one of those adventure.
0: I I got to get one of those one day. All I have is my phone.
1: So, well, the problem is Amazon has already connected my Kindle to my uh Kindle <laughs> Unlimited that that like the Amazon account. Yeah. I don't have it yet. <laughs> and I use the library a lot, so I was like trying to renew books and like send them and I was just like it's like sending it to Courtney's Kindle too. And I was like, "No! It's not here." <laughs> It'll probably never be here for like twelve years because the <laughs> Prime Day occurred and the post office is backed up. But I was gonna say, and the, and and there's there's a there's a lovely pandemic running through this country. So I have a great. I discovered this great thing via Instagram. There is a COVID romance novel. It's like eighteen pages. Is that kissing the COVID or whatever? I don't remember what it's called, but. Kim from People Are Wild just sent it to me. Like, it was this girl who... It's free on Kindle Unlimited. I don't remember what it's called. But this... And you're watching this girl. She goes, guys, should I do it? Should I do it? And then she goes through and, like... She goes, I have... I'm going to chug... I'm going to chug, like, four white claws. And then I'm going to read this with you. I have two dogs near me for support. (laughs) And it's basically... The premise is... Scientists working on a vaccine for... A cure for COVID... And the guy, this guy shoots himself with the thing, becomes COVID personified, and then there's a romance? Oh my god. Not even the best part. The author, because the girl reads the- I mean, she's hilarious. She reads the uh, about author stuff. The woman was like, I think in the UK, and she goes, you know, she took this quarantine time to write about what she has been doing the most- worrying about covid and having sex and i was just like i'm not like good good for you and like she's like lives in like a county in england with her husband and 18 ferrets and i was just like what <laughs> first of all you wrote an like a 20 page so basically a term paper romance novel about covid good for you but That's too many ferrets. You know they've watched (laughs) them had sex. Like, that's just weird. (laughs) Because there can't be one place in your house that isn't full of
0: ferrets. Well, I mean, even not even that. Like, could you imagine giving, like, 18 ferrets all the attention they would need? Because ferrets are, like, animals that need lots of attention. Because they will end up, like, in the back of your stove if you're not careful, so.
1: What the fuck? Do you know that? No. I'm yeah, also just like, picturing if you don't have them contained. when Like, she says she's been having a lot of sex during COVID. Good for you. There's a lot of COVID babies. Fair. But, like, that's just, like, I'm just, like, they're either watching you or they're going to accidentally touch you.
0: And mm. I'm not about this.
1: I'm just like, mm. Also, how do you keep your house clean? That's too many da- damn ferrets.
0: Yes, and I love ferrets. Like, I had two ferrets growing up. I love them, but... Two is enough. They have friends that way.
1: Where do you keep them all? Like the houses I in mean, Europe
0: are smaller. I know. Like my, we have a pretty large one bedroom, one bath, and it's like I think it's like close to like five hundred and seventy five square feet here. Oh my! Compared compared than to homes, yeah, <laughs>
1: and it's the and same. Like,
0: yeah, and so it's like it's there's tiny spaces and like they don't come with kitchens. Oh yeah, that's weird.
1: But yeah, I thought I have a kitchen. Really...
0: I, well, I almost have a kitchen now. But
1: yeah. I thought you would just really enjoy the fact that people are writing COVID romance novels because it's like really, really. I w- if for you, Too I would soon. read that. I would read that for you. <laughs> I might be drunk by the end of the twenty pages. <laughs> That's one of those times where
0: we need to have like a bottle of like whiskey well, just nearby. You know what? We'll have to do it
1: filmed so we can do dramatic <laughs> readings of it. <laughs> That would really be really good that would actually be a really good I would good do on your Patreon. We could do it for Patreon and just <gasps> like get blitz that would be, and read it. That would be brilliant. If I can get lit, I will. Guys, if you want this, please tweet it. Please tweet <laughs> Drunk COVID Romance novels. Cause I mean it's on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, my favorite part. The girl ends it. She goes, "Guys, should I rate this on my mom's Kindle Unlimited account? It's not even hers. <laughs> Her mom's oh like, got such weird recommendations. <laughs> oh my
2: god, it just,
1: that's awesome! It just reminds me. I was looking up a body pillow once, and apparently, there's really great pregnancy ones. And that all yeah. of my Amazon suggestions were for baby <laughs> shit. I was like, no, I just wanted a pillow. <laughs> oh my god." Oh,
0: oh, we're not right in the head,
1: Courtney. No, but it's, it's also right. been like two and a half hours since we started the show. <laughs> yeah, so like,
0: so guys, like what you're getting now is us in mid-conversation. So you can imagine when it was like the first two and a half hours or so.
1: We haven't talked since the last time we recorded like this in depth. So yeah,
0: it's been like, what well, we recorded in July, y. June, July. Yeah, I think that's July. Yeah. So yeah. It was oh, like yeah, right before you just... start going back to school. I mean to work, whatever. Yeah, lots of things school have happened.
1: Or... Um, <laughs> it's spooky season. I've bought a Which lot Which is of... Halloween month? Yes. I've yes. bought more plants. That's how I've started <laughs> to deal with this. I just keep making bread and buying fucking plants. <laughs> the plants aren't fucking, I should say. They're just I've I realized I've doubled the amount of plants in my apartment. <laughs> But when you when you said
0: fucking plants, I was just imagining like um, that episode in Adam's Family when Morticia's talking about how her her plants like were falling in love and they basically strangled each other and killed each other. I may have watched that on YouTube recently. So, I mean, I watch really random things on YouTube now. So, Adam's Family is actually pretty
1: normal. I've been watching an Irish gamer, um, cooking things, and then sorry there's a motorcycle um, <laughs> yeah you heard it yep oh yeah that's not the worst one but um my favorite british youtuber which is a top he does top fives so mm-hmm. it's spooky season so he's been posting a lot of those so then i watch those and get really paranoid and go to sleep <laughs> we we'll see why do i have insomnia i don't know <laughs> You you
0: only you only watch something that's terrifying. I don't know why you would have his him found voice me. is
1: so soothing though. Like that's the thing is like I'm watching scary shit, but then he has this like calm British voice. <laughs> so it's my brain is very confused. They're like I like the sound of this, but we're talking about creepy things on Ring like videos, like Ring doorbell videos, and I'm like, this is why I can't
0: sleep. Like I have a bunch of like the ones are like the spoken aloud Reddit ones because oh I can God. put that on because I can put those on in the background and do something else. Like today when I was making the I made a Google form love them for um like listener feedback and stuff. And so I've been working on it the past couple of days and I finished it earlier today and I put <laughs> and I was listening to Reddit while I was doing it because I was like, I don't really care what's going on in that, but it's background noise. But then earlier today I was also watching like, I was finishing watching like something on like Mars, like royal family and the Burmese royal family. Oh, those are and, fucked up. Yeah, and like good it time. was like it was an absolute. It was on. I was like a, by Absolute History, and it was like a documentary oh, I love or something. Them! Yeah, and so it was like it was actually a really good one. I I fully recommend that. It was a really interesting thing that you you learn about like how um, the how the royal family would fit in the modern society and maybe how it wouldn't. Um, it, it was really interesting talking to like to the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren of The Last King. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, I've also, like, I'll watch things like, you know, The Dodo and Animal Rescue videos. But then I'll turn around and turn on my husband's account and we'll watch things like Jim Sterling and Allison Pregler. Oh, yeah. And his, 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 you know, like, he does the, the artwork and the uh, some of the gag stuff for the Amanda Hagen. So we watch Hogan and I don't like horror films, so this is somewhat of a problem for me. And then we'll turn around and watch, like, The Rap Critic, or, you know, we'll
1: listen to, like, Song versus Song, or all kinds of weird stuff. I can't do ho- horror movies as much here, because I live alone. Oof. And I mean, I can justify so much so much of the sounds, like, I have neighbors and I can hear them, but I'm also paranoid as fuck, sometimes. <laughs> understandable after living in an apartment again understandable and i'm just valid i i did finally get a vinyl thing to cover the one window that you can see in because i'm on the first floor Yep. so i don't feel like people are watching me sleep anymore which might have <laughs> been why i was getting paranoid because it did kind of happen during quarantine they were working on the pizza place next door uh... and i didn't wake up late i woke up at like they started working at 730, which is technically illegal and I'm not about it, but I woke up at like 830 and I realized they had put stuff in our little alleyway between and you can't, you have to go around the back way to get there, not through the front because there's a fence. And I was like, you totally could have watched me sleep. Huh? I feel really uncomfortable now. Yeah. So I bought the vinyl stuff to put over so you can't see in that window and it's so refreshing. <laughs> it's so nice. Also, I've added more plants in that window, so it is harder to see. There are two large plants in that window. You're like, look here. I'm I'm making this a complete impossibility for you now. Bye. I um, mean, they'd have to, like, if you've seen the vinyl things, you have to actually, like, go up and put your face to it. Yep. So if you're doing that, you're clearly trying to look in here, and I'm not about it. Yep. And um, I'm calling the cops, and I'm escaping. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bye. But
0: well, let's I know. talk about
1: this before we
0: get even... it. I'm on the third floor. So, people can still look at my windows by the way because of the way that the I'm like in a hilly area, so like oh. all the di- like all the different like so the way the houses are set up here, it's like there is eight eight apartments in each like part of the building, and there's mm-hmm. like six six parts together. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's two on each floor. So, like I'm the third floor up, but our windows are so big in Europe. They're not like regular sized windows. They're huge picture windows that open up to let in the air because they don't have AC. And so people could see me, and I was just like, you know, I'm not about this life.
1: It's not fun when you know people can see you. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm I'm not on that
0: kink. That, that's not my kink. So, and I, I don't, I, I don't want it to be other people's kink when it comes to me. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. I thought. Okay. We'll go to the book now. Let's go, yeah, before we get further distracted. Us distracted? Never. I don't know what you mean. Never. <laughs> okay. So, I have the worst time trying to say this character's name. I, it's like Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Yeah, okay. Because, like, I see the I last mean, we half Google, of...
1: We can Google this shit.
0: Yeah. I think that's how Lucy called it last time on the last episode she called her because it's like rihanna and then it's rihanna so we're gonna go with that i'll pronounce it wrong every time just like i do every name on the on the planet so that's rihannon rihannon okay i'm calling her riri yes
1: let's just call her riri like rihanna <laughs> i'm here for this
0: she is badass as rihanna so right like she was like the ultimate weather witch of ever
1: I just love, she zaps people with lightning. I'm here for this. <laughs> there was, like, Scottish brogue happening. There's a witch, like, hitting people with lightning. We're during the Napoleonic Wars. Let's go. Exactly. And there's, like, a whole coven of
0: witches that all have, like, different powers. And they just, like, overpower these. They, like, just over-sass these men. and I'm here for this. Yes. And, like, they don't care. They're just, like, accept it or not. Bye. Um... <laughs> i mean like you see it like re does that all the time yeah
1: she's just like and i just love like how the book starts though she so re comes down to london from Edinburgh to make sure her sister's doing okay because her aunt was like i'm gonna marry her off and Um, he's like excuse me (laughs) well also we should mention only the firstborn woman in each family is a witch. Which is what I called the Harry Potter issue. It wasn't exactly like
0: Harry Potter, but you know how, like, Lily had it and then Petunia didn't?
1: Yeah. So you have, like, this... Her aunt is jealous because she's not a witch. And... Uh, calls it, like, an abomination multiple times. Mm-hmm. What is, uh... What is her sister's name? Ginny. Ginny. Janessa. Yeah. Uh, and Janessa's just like, It's cool it's a great time. I'm cool. Not being a witch, <laughs> which I was like, that is like, they have such a good sister bond. That made me really happy. Yes. And it's like, and they're
0: like biological sisters versus yes. like her coven sisters. Cause she's got a bunch of different sisters when you look at it that way. Yes. But like Jenny and Jenny and Ree are just like, whatever. We're close. Go away. We just want,
1: they just want each other to be happy, which is all anyone
0: could ever ask. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like And, like, her aunt's husband doesn't know about, like, the magic in the family. So she's, like, pissed off and, like, you know, working against her
1: for that. Yeah. I think – I like it later in the book. Re goes off and goes, you're just upset because uh, you married a man who was tight with his purse strings she just wanted to marry rich and better. And I'm just like, maybe he knows you're money-grabbing, girl. Maybe that's why he won't give you the money.
0: Right? Maybe he's like, hmm, this was a good – This was a good marriage, but not that good. Because, like, I haven't been able to figure out how they're launching her into society because, like, I can't figure out, like, if they're ladies because it doesn't really
1: mention her as a lady. Um, you can still have a season. Yeah. So you don't have, like, so they're probably gentry up a level. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it's like, usually most
0: of these are, like, gentry, not, I mean, usually they're, like, you know, lords and dukes and... All that. They're
1: nobility, they're the aristocrats. Yeah. yeah, so they could be upper gentry, which at this point were marrying in. This is right yeah. after the period I studied. so I do know shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. So um, it was like they could launch her like ha- give give her a debutante. And this is before this is like this period we're thinking Jane Austen style dresses. So if you think of yeah, think of Jane Austen period. So you can marry up. Um, and all of that. So if she wanted to launch her into society, bringing her to London, easy way to do it. Easy way to probably marry her off to a man who p- might have issues, uh, or if she's very beautiful, you can marry her pretty well. They seem to have a good dowry behind them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, know. their
0: dad's and their dad seems to be like of good standing in the mm-hmm. like scholarly world and stuff. So he's got some
1: like value in that. Yeah, and it seems like she has good connections and all of that. So it's possible. I don't remember if they said what her aunt was. If she is of sorts, because I, I,
0: that's, that's why I couldn't remember either. I know the aunt's name is Greer, and I was like, wow,
1: no wonder you're bitter. Um, I, they do mention. I think she's. They might be either lower aristocracy or gentry, but yeah. upper gentry, but still, um. So, yeah, we have the the first opening scene is, like, this ultimate battle between Ri and her Aunt Greer, because Greer's like, your sister's already asleep, you were not waking her. I'm like, well, she's an adult, so why would it matter? But okay. <laughs> and she's, like, I think she's, like, she's just around the
0: age of, like, being able to marry without it being suspect, because she's really young.
1: She might be, like, 15, 15, 16. Yeah, I think she's I think she's, like, 16, something
0: like that. Mm-hmm. She's she's pretty young, because compared to some of the other people in the book. So the book series, is what say. twenty.
1: Yeah, they mention later. I did enjoy why her aunt rationale taking Ginny to London. Quote: Because in Scotland, Janessa cannot escape the taint of your creation, Rihanna. Her aunt sighed deeply, as though dealing with her was the worst sort of trial. And I'll expect you and whoever. You brought with you to return to Edinburgh as soon as possible. I'm certain your fondest wish is for your sister to find happiness. End quote. So this is basically being like, you are scandal. Now fuck yeah. off.
0: Yeah, because she's like, um, uh, my husband is not aware of your particular affliction. Blah blah blah. And then, because right before that, she says, um, uh, and I prefer to keep it away. Keep her powers in check when he or any else, anyone else for that matter, is present. Your mother never managed it, but you are still young enough to learn. And she's like, I would never ever accept that my sister was born an anomaly and you and your little coven of witches will never have my approval. In fact, from this point forward, I plan to limit your access to Genessa so you can't inhibit her, your sister's chance of a societal launch. So it's like, okay, wait a minute, though. Let's back this trolley up because, like, the coven that she's talking about, for those that haven't read the book, books, um, the coven have all started to intermarry pretty, like, well-established, like, um, uh, aristocracy and and gentry like they've they've established this stuff so they've got name and they've got power and they've got land yeah. so Greer is just mad that she can't use that just to establish this early on in the book because Greer is a scumbucket to put it mildly you're not wrong <laughs> I may have a few a few feelings about
1: Greer what? I wouldn't know why I, I mean, I don't, oh, we'll get into it.
0: <laughs> but so, so like, yeah. Greer is kind of, like, stopping it, and Ree gets really pissed off when she leaves the house, when she leaves her aunt's house. When she and, leaves? You mean while she's at her aunt's house? Yes, but, like, the big temper tantrum comes when she's in the <sighs> square, when she's at the guard, and she's in the uh,
1: park. Can, oh, I have it. Where is that? Because uh. I was like, yeah. So this is where we meet our male lead, Yep. Matthew, Matthew. Hockett, Earl of Bloodswell, mm-hmm. great earldom, Bloodswell. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Like they're so good about these clever little things with these names, and when they explain it, it completely makes sense. You're like, oh, I like it. It's not for yep. no reason. So there's a she has she's standing in the middle of the park, creating this storm, and. He describes her, quote, that's when he saw her standing directly in the middle of the fray was the loveliest sight he'd ever seen in his life. Her black hair was slicked back with water, but it trailed all the way down to her waist. Her gown was pasted to her body, sodden with water. She laughed loudly and sardonically as a bolt of lightning flashed at her feet. End quote. I was just like, oh, I know. It's she was like, so good. it's
0: like, so her power reminded me a little bit of Storm. Yes. And, like, the X-Men and stuff, like, like she's got that kind of power. Like, she can just manipulate whatever she wants, whether it's, you know, if, if, it's, um, if it's some kind of, like, weather or anything related to that kind of, like, air and, and that kind of current, she's got control over it. Sometimes. Not often. But sometimes she does. Yes. Depending on her mood that day.
1: Yeah. And it's just, I mean, he was just, like, he sees her and he's like damn right he's like well first he thinks that like she's
0: insane for being in the middle of the place or daft as he calls her but then he's like
1: damn this is pretty interesting because remember what victoria or not victorian um what is it regency regency dress so picture jane austen if mm-hmm. those dresses are wet you're gonna you see be seeing everything. some things
0: it's like you've always seen in that in all the, the the like the Kate Winslet
1: version of Sense and Sensibility that. Drinks. Yes. Yeah. It's not like before this where there's more layers. Um, so when she's gonna be cold, she's gonna be fucking cold. Oh yeah. Ugh.
0: She does not have all those layers and layers and layers of clothes that some of the other mm-hmm. people. Yes. And like, and she's also like, she's got money, but she doesn't have like a ton of money. So, I... her, her clothes... Like, she's got money, but, like, she doesn't have money that, like, her, like, her friends have. Yes. she right? like the married she's, friends she's have. She's well yeah. off,
1: but not, like, can crazily go and spend all this money. Yeah,
0: she's not like Blair, because Blair is the Battleborn Witch, mm. and um she comes, like, she's in a dirt poor situation, so, but, so, Rhi is well above that, but she's also below those that have married above their station, so... It's it's a very interesting world. Yes, and it helps that like her coven sister is a I think Marquess. Yeah, that's no. what it was. The friend she's saying okay. with is a Marquess. Okay, I couldn't remember because like I know one of them ends up I think as a Duchess, so I can't remember which one.
1: I think she's the Duchess because the opposite of Earl. No. Yeah. Because like I know I know in one of the books there's mentions of duchesses. I forget it's op. I forget what the opposite of an Earl is. It might be Duchess. Um, but like that's the non-easy one to remember yeah so he like comes up to her he is a knight of old i love that they always mention how old he is
0: yes like it's mentioned all the time and i loved it because it was like that was the opposite of like the angel and buffy thing Mm -hmm. because you know like they didn't really like they always talk about him being old but it was kind of like he's old like as if he were like 35 and not 235
1: yeah he's uh he 600. died during the Crusades. <laughs> yeah. So that tells you how old he is. And they're talking about Richard the Lionheart. So that's like 12th century. Yeah. We, we're we're in the 19th century. <laughs> I think they say exactly he's like 650. Yeah, somewhere
0: years. around there. Like yeah. Because and that's that's his vampire years. So that doesn't count his years that he was
1: alive before that. Because he's like what 20, 30 at like when he died. Yeah, somewhere around there. I think yeah. Um, she, he comes up to her kind of concerned because she's just standing in the storm by her lonesome, (laughs) the scandal. (laughs) She's alone. No escort. How dare you? So she lies and says that she's Mrs. She's she's married. Because if you're married, she wouldn't really have to have an escort as much. Right. Because she, she's already been claimed. Sexist as hell. I know. But (laughs) he... But 19th century Britain. Yes. Context. Um, and he immediately goes, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I don't know why you're- she's lying to me, but okay. But she's seen a vampire before, so she's like, shit, I got to get out of here. He's um, like,
0: yeah, this this isn't great. I'm not a fan. Can can we not say we did?
1: And so she runs away. She's very upset. Her slipper gets caught in the butt and wrecked. <laughs> Which, shoes then were all custom made, so that's fair. Like, now yeah. your shoe, your heel breaks, you're like, oh, darn it. You know, you can pay to get it fixed, but it's often not worth it. Then, it would cost a lot. Yes.
0: And like, and not even just cost a lot, it would cost time, too, because you'd have to go get something made, and you'd have to have it done quickly, and so mm-hmm. extra cost on top of the cost.
1: It's not like going to Walmart now. No. <laughs> so... How are we gonna to refer to him, Matthew or Bloodswell? I Matthew, I think is easier to remember, honestly. Okay. So Matthew immediately knows that she's a witch. He's met witches before. Um, he's actually met her coven before. Uh huh. Because they gave and, like him... her coven,
0: yeah. I mean, like he's met his her coven and the prior coven's.
1: Yes, because the prior coven gave him a daylight ring. So I can walk around in the sunshine. And thankfully doesn't sparkle. No, thank God. <laughs> oh my god. These are like the best vampires because they're like there's enough lore. It's not awkward. There's, there's no like weird the vampire shit. brothel. Yeah. So. The the vampire like gentleman's
0: club brothel slash Oh my god, I thought that was up. a great
1: idea though. I know, it makes so much more sense. Yeah. And he realizes that she's Ree is staying with Lady Ensford or her friend, um, Kat, who his new charge, McQuarrie, mm-hmm. had been courting, but she had married, um, Dash the Marquis, who was a wolf, he yeah. was a werewolf. And so, okay, so the next
0: episode that I'm recording was Sarah actually discusses McQuarrie and his connection, so okay. It it explains a little bit more, but I I realized I had them backwards. I was like, oh, oh, well, whatever. It's (laughs) like.
1: It it is what it is. So that's basically. So. But I'm telling you, because that way,
0: you know, that in the heat of the bite is. Yes. I think is. Yeah. Because the next one is. It happened one bite. That's the next one in the series. Mm -hmm. The one that that explains what happens to McQuarrie. And it explains the whole thing about meeting, like, when uh, Re met another
1: vampire and stuff. Mm. Ooh, exciting. I've already yeah. I've already uh rented the next book from the library. <laughs> the or the Wolf <laughs> series from the library. It's so good. It's so it's let's put it this way, I cackled my way through it and I have no problem saying I like it is smart, it is witty, it is great, it's a good time. But back I the... like Prissy. I like Prissy's tale.
0: I don't think I I think that's the second one. Um it's uh uh one of Benjamin's brothers. So Okay. So Elsa like Elizabeth, Elsa,
1: but whatever. Oh, okay, and, okay.
0: And Benjamin. So it's the one after that from the Wolf series. Gotcha. Yeah, um,
1: go ahead. But basically, so we're also dealing with the fact that Kat married Dash and McQuery is very upset. He almost died. He's now a vampire. Mm hmm. And so this and is all happening. He was happening. in love with Kat, yeah. Yeah, he was in love with Kat. This is all happening with, like, Matthew is training McQuarrie how to be a vampire now. In the Gentleman's Club. Yeah, at the Gentleman's Club, which is a whole lot of fun things. The, like, Brycey, which,
0: if anyone listened to the first episode with Lucy Hudson, it's like the equivalent of the um, werewolf society, the Lupin society, and uh, the werewolf side. It's just made for, you know, vampires and fucking mm-hmm. and sucking.
1: Yeah. Um. So you also have, like, this weird relationship because... McCQury still loves cat, but Cat's married to Dash and deeply in love with her husband. yeah, they're both deep like Cat and Dash are very deeply in love, but then there's like the vampire werewolf thing happening as well. <laughs> <laughs> so on top of the courtship issues, so <laughs> but it's done so well you're 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 here for it.
0: oh yeah, um. the lore in this in this series is amazing, I think. Yes. Like the way they've got like their their society built and like the layers and if you remember I told you, you know, before we were recording, hi, sometimes we have conversations that relate but don't get mentioned anyway. Yeah. Um so in the in the episode um the the first one Tammy I can't remember her last name. Um she has the fairy series with yes. like set in the regency. But like she's the one that came up I think was some of this this world because like you can definitely tell Because of of the way that her – so one of the duo was best at history, and the other one was best at the romance and the, um, the, like, paranormal elements. And then Mm -hmm. they kind of, like, merged together and created the team. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can definitely tell the one that really, really liked to read paranormal romance a a lot when you get to some of this lore. (laughs) And then she, I think – and then the other person, like, did some research to find it, to find out how to make it work because you can definitely tell the way they've kind of incorporated the two for this. Yeah. And I mentioned that because of the vampire werewolf like that's an obvious like antagonistic relationship, but the way they did it in this in this series is very interesting, I think, how they have it.
1: Yeah, it is. It's not they're fighting. There's like a nice peace. There's animosity, but there could be there's majority peace. Yep. Um so he is I can't remember. Is he found outside? Like, because he follows her home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dash's like half brothers who he can't
0: claim as his half brothers due to aristocratic, like,
1: yeah. Like his one brother is a viscount
0: who's a rogue,
1: and then the other two are just two twin brothers, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they he has like a like they have like a conversation. He's like, I was just trying to make sure she got home okay. Na, 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 na. And then there's, like, some... I'm just... I'm gonna go West Side Story. Some snap battles of retorts. Yes. And then he has to go find McQuery. Which is, like, half of his battle is, like, he's courting Re, And then he has to go, like, contain McQuery half the time. Yes. It's, like, literally having having
0: like McQuarrie is like having a teenage kid. Yes. Like, it's, like, all the hormones are pumping through... Now he's in a situation he didn't want to be in to start with, but he knew that he kind of had to be in it at the time because, um, cause like, Matthew requires consent. Like, consent is big in this mm-hmm. book and in the series. It's a huge part of everything. Love it. And Yeah, and so, like, in the story was, was that uh in the most of, or the start of this for Macquarie's journey anyway, Um, you see that. Like, you, you see, like, the communication and, and all kinds of stuff. So... It's it's really interesting, and and how Macquerry ends up in the position she's in also causes a lot of conflict, sometime, somewhat in the coven as well. Oh yeah, because um, like when you when you read the story, it's a whole thing.
1: So he he's on a way to find him, but I, we could probably skip most of that. But it, we do get a good bit of knowledge of how Matthew has kept his title and his position mm-hmm. because he runs into someone he knew, someone old now, by the way. Like
0: yeah, old like grandfatherly age or like great grandfather possibly with some
1: kids so what his ruse was he would spend one generation in london one generation in derbyshire so that way by the time so it'd be like oh i was born in london grew up there like so it would explain the generational gap and i was like that is hella fucking clever yep and like imagine doing it for like I mean imagine literally
0: watching London grow and fall. So imagine like how easy it would be during like the 15 and 16 hundreds especially.
1: Oh yeah. He was there for the fire of London. Um you know, he missed he was after the Normans. What? You have the glorious revolution, you have the beheading of you have oh, so many things the Scottish uprisings, you have Shakespeare. Queen Victoria, mm-hmm. the Tudors. Oh, such a good time.
0: I mean, Elizabeth.
1: yeah, you have the plagues. Not as much of a good time, but no. Um, oh, that gets talked about more in the
0: um, uh, It Happened One Bite as well. Oh, okay. The, the, the plague era is, and Matthew were actually discussed in that. Just mm-hmm. if people want to discuss the, the interesting realities of living in the plague, that's in the next book. Or the next book I cover, but the first book before this one. Gotcha. <laughs> Backwards a bit, but Back- you know, whatever.
1: Reverse, reverse. I'm best uh, at. But he finds Macquerry there, and we actually find out how he, why he turned him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He he. Matthew tells Macquerry, "Quote: I did not make you so you could acc- accost unsuspecting women at Vauxhall. In case you've forgotten, Alec, I made you." Because it was that, or let you die by the frozen waters of Loch Calvary. And because you asked me to save you. End quote. I was just like, ooh. So.
0: Matthew doesn't play with anything. He's very straightforward and honest in everything he
1: talks about and communicates with. Except for the fact that he's a vampire. But besides that, like with most people, he's very straightforward, which is refreshing.
0: Yeah. I mean, what well, to be fair, I'm pretty sure the, like, non supernaturals probably would be a little bit freaked out if he was a vampire
1: true they get invited to a ball which cat mm-hmm. has already predicted she would see him at because she's a seer in the in the yeah.
0: coven like she's got the like most passive power but she holds
1: all the power yes very true so we go the next night to this is it the picker yeah i ball? think so i think that's the one it is yeah and i love so re is like she's heard the term a crush before like for Mm -hmm. like a ball and she's just like there are so many fucking people here she's like like, i don't blame her i'd be like freaked out too if you had that many people and she's only really going to try to find her sister also she's not very happy with the dress that Kat picked out for her because it displays her ample ample decolletage
0: yes and she's just like
1: can i put my shirt back on now she's like can i get one that's like more shirt more dress like i would prefer not to have a nip slip because there is a i skipped over but there is a funny scene where they're in the carriage and she's just like not having it and dash is sitting there like not making eye contact because she because he's in you know because it's just like this is awkward your wife's best friend's tits are half out. What do you like? Where do you look?
0: And you're like, in a carriage, so big. things are moving,
1: and it's not a big place. And they've got like those like
0: the the like lanterns are not exactly great. Like they're not like you can turn them down like you can like dimming the light in our overhead light in a car.
1: So yes, um, it's there or not there. Yeah, but and it was there. Ree does find Ginny, and her sister does seem to be having a good time, so she's like, okay, fair, fair. That was for the car. (laughs) (laughs) But she does tell her sister, she'll, like, allow her to, like, she's like, if you're having a good time and you consent, I just want to meet the guy before you agree to be married with him, you know?
0: Fair. I mean, older sister, absentee dad, basically her mom's got to do it. Yeah, like someone's got to keep an eye out for her.
1: Yeah. So I thought that was a really sweet moment because she was just like, "I just want you to be happy." I'm that's, and she agrees to stay for the whole season so that way, Ginny isn't there alone. But guess who shows up? Matthew. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and like this was a time when
0: she was like dancing with, with um. Like, he, she's been dancing with like um dash's brothers and stuff like that they've been escorting her around and stuff like that and yes this, yeah so like Matthew's is already a little bit like huh? he's jealous
1: yeah like excuse me excuse me that's my yeah. lady that's not my lady <laughs> exactly that should be there should be a word for that that's my lady but not my lady mm- mm-hmm. in these books my 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 my
0: my unclaimed mate
1: yes. <laughs> So this is how he describes her. Quote, she was lovely from the top of her head to the bottoms of her feet. Her gown showed showed a scandalous amount of skin, which only made her seem even more beautiful to him than she had the first time he laid eyes on her. He feared she would look beautiful, even if she was covered from head to foot in scratchy wool. Unfortunately, she drew more than one eye towards her as she crossed the room. I was just like, oh. oh." (laughs) And like, she's unaware of her
0: beauty and stuff. Yes. And, not, and like, not in the romance, like, the romance fallacy of she's so beautiful and, like, she doesn't know it, but, I mean, like, she's really not aware of it because she, she hasn't been care. raised around women. And she hasn't been raised around women. Like, mm-hmm. she's been raised around a sister, but, like, not a mom. Like, not not someone that could, like, show her how to be that way either.
1: I think so it's she's also she just had more concerns. hmm She like couldn't be sister, bothered. Her little sister, a weird-ass coven. Yeah. Um... Matthew is hella jealous of Radborn, which is Dash's brother, who's kind of... The Viscount. Yeah, Yeah. the Viscount, who's kind of, uh, you know, scandalous himself. Because, of course, it would be fun if no one was rogues. Yeah, rogues are a good time. (laughs) But, you know, he's watching them dance, and Radborn says, I think, my favorite thing. He goes, I believe he'll rip off my head if I don't rel- relinquish you soon. Or at least make a good attempt of it. Fair. Because <laughs> I believe right. he probably was. He was just like, I will cut a bitch. And
0: uh-huh. rather,
1: you are that bitch. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. He was, like, not here for it. And he didn't even, like, he didn't even realize what was going on entirely either. That's like, the best
1: part. He's just like, I'm mad.
0: <laughs> and he's like, I don't know why. And I'm like. Cause you got feelings in your heart and your pants equally right now. You caught the feels. <laughs> mhm. And they're going everywhere. They're going all kinds of haywire right now. Yeah. So
1: he at Matthew asks Reed to dance. She goes, "Let's take a turn around the room." Cause she goes, "If I refuse him, I won't really get someone else to ask me to dance, and I would like to dance some more, which is fair. It's a good time. Yeah. Cause,
0: cause I mean, like she doesn't really get to do it in Scotland at all." Unless yeah. I mean, unless she goes to, like,
1: one of her friend's
0: balls, but, like, she doesn't have all the suitors coming, you know, to meet up with her the way the other ones do.
1: Yes. So, he insults her. She slaps him. Mm-hmm. Chaos ensues. Yes! The punch bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was it? She... Was it Hail in the punch bowl? Yeah, and, like, there was, like, lightning running through the room, and... And an ice... Uh, icicle goes down... What was it? Which lady... It's, like, one of the, like, oh. Yeah, the I'm looking ho- for it now. Yeah. The, we'll talk about her later, but an icicle falls between her boobs. <laughs> it was just like, this ball is wild. I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> and he doesn't understand what he did. He's like, she's right away from me three times. I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dash is like you're calling tomorrow to make amends. You're going to have to come meet with me because he's he's already like, my wife loves her. I'm going to protect her with my body and my illegitimate brothers. I will fight you. And I'll be here yes. for it. Because <laughs> it's like, and I think it's the first time, I think like it's the first
0: time that Ree's ever had like, a man stand up for her in that way. And yes, I mean, like we don't always need it, but it's nice to have that security that in a society that values men more than women, that you have a bunch of men that are willing to stand for you when her father would like is the most absentee man on the planet. I mean, he might as well be dead most of the time. What? He makes an appearance actually twice and he's dragged there both times. Right? Like it's, and it's both times by, I think by McQuarrie. Yeah. And so like it,
1: you see that and you're like, Okay. It's and least, it's at least both times by a friend. Yeah. Who is like, nah, be doing this. Right. And
0: like, this is like, it's a thing. And mm-hmm. I, just, I love it. I love how the fact that they like, they stand together for her. Yes. Even though they just really met her for the yeah. most part. Because, because like Kate got married when, like, I don't think they were there for the wedding. Because some of the weddings, they are not, the coven's not always around for so like in um, Elspeth, like they were mostly all there, but then like in Kate's, they're not, or in Kat's, whatever Kate's, um, and then like I know in Blair, they're not all there. Like it, it all depends because they all have things they have to do within their coven.
1: So they I know can't always she be was together. there for Kat's wedding because she hit Dash in the ass oh, yeah, the because right. they were that's right. She, he was, they were they were going to go celebrate their wedding night. She goes, he was too handsy, so she snapped him. (laughs) I love her for that. Uh, So we have the next morning, and I love this. Thorpe House was a bit of a madhouse or a doghouse, depending on the view. And his brothers (laughs) just show up all the time. They're just there. They eat all his food, and he's like, do you not live places? Stop coming here. And 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 they're like yes, but you have the better food, so <laughs> which is
0: exactly what I would do. Me too. I'm like, look, if if I got if I'm living someplace and they got like decent but not food, and I'm a werewolf, I'm gonna go with the food. Yeah, because they eat. A I'm lot just more. gonna walk. Yeah, like I'm just gonna go run because they're gonna run off all that food they ate at their mama's house anyway. there to get to their house like ten doors down. So
1: yeah. Interestingly, the guys. His brothers don't know that Cat and Re are witches. Yep. And I was like they I'm not I'm going to ruin it. They do find out that Rhee's a witch. But her yep. power's kind of a little bit more noticeable. Yeah. You know.
0: The whole lightning bolts whenever angry storms just keep popping up all over London. It's fine. I said I'm just over her in a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> um which makes me think I'd be witched a little bit for some reason. I'm here. I can for just it. see something like Andorra would do. Mm-hmm. Andorra would do. You know, I can just see that
1: they're over, hanging you know, out in one horrible. of the parlors because Cat uh, and Dash are probably working on making little wolves. That's what, Anytime they're like off doing something, I'm like, they be fucking. Yeah. But a gentleman had threatened to call, and he shows up, and I love that they have like cards. So you drop mm-hmm. off your card. I'm like, oh, that's classy. Imagine if your friend showed up and you weren't home and they just, like, left a card in your mailbox. were like, I came to see you. Yeah, I know, right? Like, that'd be great. It'd be fancy as hell. Be- better than a tech sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it would cost a lot more and it's kind of more wasteful, but still. So. I don't know. What's it called? There's
0: that one thing. Zazzle? No. But, like, there's Zazzle. There's Moo cards. There's all kind of
1: cheap mm. ways you can make cards now. So, guess who it is? Matthew a Colin And she's like, huh? She's like, why? please leave me alone after last night." And he's like, "Ha ha ha ha! No." <laughs> so, he brought his curicle, which is like a two-person cart thingy. Yeah, and he did this. I love, and he invites her on a ride, because one, it's public because people can see you. Two, it would only accommodate two people, so no lichens can join. Mm-hmm, and. Three, if people saw them together, everybody would assume they've made up after she slapped his face last night. Yep. Which covers her
0: and society so she can stay around for her sister. Yes. Because women can't get away with scandals the way men do, apparently.
1: No. I mean, men can't get away with some scandals, but women could, like, be in a, outside with a person and people are like, ooh. Apparently
0: you can get away with it if your name is Dominic West, but
1: that's here nor there. The best thing I saw is they were like he's gonna he should play Prince Charles in the next season of The Crown, <laughs> and I was like, that's some shade. But let's not give that man work, cause his poor wife. I know, right?
0: And this whole thing, and I'm just like, Oof. um. And it relates back to the story because like she's got a fucking castle and comes from like the gentry. So yes, there's a reason I brought it up, guys. It wasn't just gossip. It seemed very on par. Was probably what. What the women in her and this time went through as well mm. with all the Grin and conversations. And, mm-hmm.
1: So Cat pushes her out the door with him. I just love Cat's just like go, go. Get.
0: she's like, look here, little thing. Go, 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 go. She has no. Yeah, she has
1: no problem. Like she has no problem making the people do what she wants them to do. No, um, but this is where Re actually finds out she because she asks him, "How is he out in the sunlight?" Because, you know, vampire. And he says, quote, five wonderful women gave me a gift long ago that has made this existence bearable. End quote. And she looks and she goes, that looks like Blair's ring. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Yep. This is also where he finds out that she won't look him in the eye because she's been enchanted by a vampire before. Which I assumed Mm -hmm. happened in a previous book. Yeah. Gotcha. And he makes a promise to her that he will never enchant her, which is very considerate. Right? I'm like,
0: bare minimum bar, but that one's, like, somewhere between bare minimum and, like,
1: decent. I think because he he made sure to – he was, like, he wanted to figure out why she was uncomfortable, and then he's trying to do something to make her not uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is very, very nice. It's, like, bare minimum for
0: him because once he finds out – because, like – Blair's book is um, a lot more into the vampire lore than this one is, because I think it's the first one of the vampire books. There's I think three so. of them, and so you you learn more, and it's very interesting to find out how it runs. Because not every because not every book is about the coven. There are some that are just about the wolves and their own matches and what's going on there too. So I think you'll like Prissy's book a lot. So it's fun.
1: So as there. Driving around, um, Ginny and Aunt Greer's barouche, another kind of carriage, comes up alongside Matthews and, oh, it's the Duchess of Heist. That's who the the ice that thing went between her boobs. And so they notice, like, she's like, oh, they're with her? Interesting. This Duchess. I love her. She's great. I do too. She's awesome. She's a riot. Everyone's afraid of her. She's who I wish to be when I'm older. It's just stirring chaos and having a good time. She's like, so the Duchess is like, a lot of times, like
0: when you read some of the other books, Mm -hmm. like the, uh, like Lady Jersey and stuff is kind of like got that, like, that dragon role. And, but she really takes it on here Mm -hmm. and makes it different. Yeah, I think, you know, because like, she's like, she's not afraid of saying truths. Maybe you may not want to hear. She also
1: has some of my favorite lines. <laughs> uh huh. So when she sees Rhi with Matthew, she goes. She tells her like they're all introduced, and she goes, quote, "And you, Miss St Clair, I am glad to make your acquaintance. The chits these days are too free with their favors. Back in my day, women behaved with a bit more decorum. I don't know what the bounder said to you, but I'm certain I'm certain he deserved it. Has he behaved himself today? Yes." Rihanna blinked back at the Duchess and managed to nod. A perfect gentleman. The old woman smiled wryly. Just as I suspected. Men are like dogs, Miss Sinclair. They need to know their boundaries. I recommend you on training yours so well. I'm just like, I'm so here for this. Like, Especially... she gives no shits about anything. No of fucks. Oh. And, like, it's funny because he's a vampire and there's leash jokes made later on about the werewolves. It's. Mm hmm they do a really good job of oh my god
0: and they're not forced yeah they're like they're they're organic to the conversation right like they're Mm -hmm. it it makes sense when they put them in and i love that this this is why i wanted everyone to read these books because so many people don't know they exist and i think that's a pity because they're really interesting and they were put out like each of the like the three series were all like came out and like um one, two, three months in a row, six, like, and, you know, whatever, consecutively. And so they, you can see how this would build up over time as they made all these, as they made all this world build, and then they disappeared, and I'm like, well, come back.
1: Please come back. So, her aunt seems to, Greer seems to like that she's re-is uh, hanging out with Matthew, because he has prestige. He has yes, society clout and shit. Um, And the Duchess
0: likes her, so that makes you know that makes her much higher up in the hierarchy.
1: Of oh, look, you can help me in my life. Mm -hmm. They move on, and I forget how it comes about. But she, Rihanna, gets upset, and she starts a storm. And he, like, she's like, "I'm sorry for the storm," and he responds with, "I rather liked the last storm." I'm just (laughs) like, "Oh my god, my cold dead heart." so nice because he's like he understands like she can't help it all the times when she's super emotional and her aunt always makes her upset yep it's so sweet and i like what he says later
0: too he's like may i be quite frank with you miss sinclair she shrugged of course I have been alive for more than six and a half centuries. I've seen a lot in those years. And done a lot. And left very few stones unturned. After a time, it does become a bit of a boring lifestyle. So when I saw you here in the park, I was the one enchanted for once. He tweaked her nose with a crooked finger thoroughly. Certainly the man was just simply trying to salvage her feelings. That raindrop must have made him feel incredibly sorry for her. For him to say such ludicrous things. No one liked the storm. No one liked the things beyond their control. No one liked her. Aside from her coven, that was. It's kind of you to say. No, it's wrong of me to say so. I don't know what you mean. He was speaking in riddles, which was incredibly frustrating. Never mind, he said as he flicked his wrist and set his grays to moving. So he's finally catching on to the fact he's getting some feelings. He he
1: acknowledges he caught some feels, yes.
0: Yeah. Not Not to the extent of them, but at least he's realized he's
1: attracted to her. So we're doing good. And then there's... The awkward situation where he really wants to drink her blood. And so she she stops the horses and, like, just starts walking away. And he thinks he scared her. But no. She asks to borrow some of his respectability. I love that part. Yes. And so she's basically, like, I can bargain well. And she, cause she's like, I will give you my blood. Like, you can feed from me. But I don't think she realizes what comes with that. No. And, um, he kind of is like, "No, I couldn't do that to you. You're an innocent." Da, da da da. Well, then she's like, "Well, I guess I could ask one of Dash's brothers," and he immediately gets jealous, grabs her, pulls her closer, and he says, "Quote: You will not ask one of those lecherous beasts to partner you, not a dance, not for a dance, not for a feigned courtship, not for a buggy ride over my dead body." And quote: It's kind of funny because he's dead. <laughs> uh huh. So he agrees, and she's like, "Well." Good, um you know they do have to kind of go back because he is struggling immensely not to bite her there because the thirst is real. Oh yeah, and don't forget she took control of his horses too, which yes. is great. She made them stop. So, and then he's like, "Can I?" She goes, "He goes, Can I have control of my horses again?" She goes, "Yeah." <laughs> just oh my god, it's just so charming. Like it, it's great
0: because you watch their relationship bloom. And she's young, like she's 20, 20 but like I'm thinking of like she's young, and like it's it's very a buffy and angel in some of this because of like the ages. but it's a different feel to it because you feel like they're growing their attraction is growing together, yes, not a, like not independently of each other. and then suddenly there's a relationship there, you know, mm-hmm. and this feels much more like organic. Organic and like you can feel like you can see like the different threads of like the coven, her sister, you know, Macquarie, and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the Gentleman's Club and, you know, knowing some of the people that are now championing for her. And it, it's really nice to see that that complex world kind of interweaving mm-hmm. with it being a smart way of doing it. Yeah, like like a well-designed way of doing it. Because you don't always get that in some book series.
1: No, no. And it's a nice, like, their relationship, it was initial attraction, and then the building of it, and it wasn't like, oh, they're attracted, immediately they're together, and it's easy, or like, and then something stupid breaks them apart. It's like, there are issues, but they're trying to work on them. Yes. There's a value of each other in their relationship. And an understanding of each other. Because she yep. understands she's a witch. He understands what coming with that. And she understands that he's a vampire and what he needs. So after he drops her off, Matthew goes to, of course, find McQuarrie. What else is mm-hmm. <laughs> Just make sure he's not causing chaos. Not killing anybody this week. Yes. He goes to the club. He can't, you know, he can't get his teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> um, for anybody right now. And there's some people that would really like him if he could. Yes. He goes to the club and the girls are all like, There's a new girl, and he was like, No, I'm sorry. Um I thought it was interesting that McQuery brings him over a glass of sheep's blood. hmm Cause he's like, You're probably hungry and like all of that. So he has to drink sheep's blood and he's like, uh, oh, fine. Because he can't get hit, like he can't feed off of a human yeah because like they're t- literally the, the teeth will not like descend.
0: yes because so. he's, and he's love. like and he's like this sheep's blood sucks
1: yeah he and McCQuary start to get into a fight because he said he like McCqueary like trying to defend Ree's honor and protect mm-hmm. her because he's known her since like they've been children yes. And like this, he's like, I had no idea you would developed st- strong feelings for a good wi- the good witch in such a short time. And this is where we get the, like, he talks about how she's not, he's not good enough for her. right? Quote, Richard the Lionheart bestowed the Earl a- on Sir Matthew Hackett. He was given the title of Bloodswell because the blood gushed from his sword whenever he took it up. He was quite revered in his day. I- and I've gotten to know the man fairly well over the past few months. He's a knight in shining armor in every way. He was just the sort of man to capture your heart and never give it back. I don't want that for you. You deserve a better creature than him like him or me. You deserve a man of flesh and his own blood. So like we hear like that's what he like he wants her to have, like not a vampire. He wants her to have a normal like a normal thing with a very
0: like a guy who respects her and mm-hmm. who loves her and cherishes cherishes her,
1: which yes. he wish he could do with Kate. Yes. And Matthew has to go back to Dash's house because, you know, he's concerned because, you know, McQuarrie went like McQuarrie was going out to make a call, a social call. And he's like, he he don't know nobody. He's like, "Um, I don't trust him with her. So I'm going to wait until she comes home to make sure she gets home. Okay. And it's a little stalkerish.
0: Oh, as a background. So he does know somebody in town, though. Um, his, he was best friends with Benjamin, the, the, the first wolf, um, Benjamin and El, Elstep, whatever I said, I can never say the name. Anyway, I'm going to call her Ellie. Uh, I still call her in the book. So Ellie in the first book that I did, the tall, dark and wolfish was Elizabeth, it was um, Lucy Hudson. We discussed, uh, Benjamin and Benjamin, it was Alex's best friend. So he was raised around like pretty high, well to do. Yes. families so he has friends but he hasn't talked to any of his friends because he's a vampire, vampire now and he's
1: ashamed of it he's ashamed of it and i think he's also ashamed that like cats with another man and he's mending his broken heart matthew gets caught hiding in the bushes literally <laughs> yes by rathorn <laughs> he was like there there's there's a vampire in your bushes man cuz he- dash is kicking out his brothers mhm and Thorne's like, there's a vampire in your bushes, man. <laughs> so Dash is like, you never called today. What the hell? And this is where we have the defend her honor conversation. And Matthew was like, I didn't want to do this. I just wanted to make sure she was okay. Because she's out with McQueary. And Dash goes, say what? <laughs> um. So right. they go in and... You know (laughs) He asks Kat and Kat goes, Yeah, I knew about it. But just love Kat. Kat's just like, Yeah, and Right, like the whole time. And he's just like, I love you woman, but God, you're not making my job easy. And she basically says, like, she's
0: with Alec after all, and he'd never harm her, so why would she be concerned?
1: Yes. The other great part. So they're having Dash and Matthew go up to his study, they're having this conversation and About his intentions. Yes. And he was saying how he's like, he was like, he doesn't want to court her and all this stuff. But meanwhile, in his head, he's just like, oh, the things I would do. (laughs) But guess who's behind him? Rihanna. Yep. And so she tries to run away. He hits her. She gets hit. Well, she hits him with a bolt of lightning. Mm hmm a well placed, of lightning. Yes. So you can guess where that probably landed. Oh, he probably need new pants. Yeah. I just love He stopped momentarily, cursed loudly and prof prof profanely? No, prof okay. oh. proficali? Pro prolifically? I can't talk. So, he does catch her. Oh, prolifically. Prolificate. Yes. It's one of those there words I haven't said out loud in a while. Yeah,
0: I uh, had to fi- I had to find it in my book because I was following along and I was like, wait, no, I know it's on there.
1: About yeah. It. Um. So he grab catches her, grabs her, holds her very close to him in a very intimate way, mm-hmm. and asks, "Does it feel like I don't want you?" <laughs> it's like, do you feel this? <laughs> um. And you know, he admits that he can't offer her anything. He can't give her a family, any of those things. But he goes, I can pretend. I can pretend to court you, make your aunt happy, and then send you safely back to Edinburgh. And I'm just like, oh, his heart's broken inside. And so they part, and Matthew goes back to the the study, and Dash is dying, because he knew. like, He was just like waiting for him to realize. He was just like, you know when he was saying the stuff, he's just sitting there like, you're dumb. You're dumb, and I'm here for this. (laughs) Like, this seems appropriate. Yeah. He goes, you let me continue on like an idiot. You were playing the part of the, playing the idiot part so well, I had no desire to stop you. No doubt you would have heard her footsteps, too, if your mind hadn't been clowned by thoughts of how to get beneath her skirts. And you're just like, (laughs) yeah,
0: because that's exactly what
1: happened. Like They definitely have got
0: these two figured out all her. All the friends have kind of like, like yeah, yeah. We see what's going on, y'all dumb, but we see what's going on. We're gonna get some popcorn
1: and watch y'all be dumb, because that would be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did like because he says she smells like gardenias, and she gardenias are used to soothe the anxious. And I was like, damn, should I get some? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's interesting is it's the youngest witch,
0: Scorsia um sorsha sorsha yeah sorsha she um she actually is the one that deals with all the the, she's like basically like poison ivy in many ways um and so she creates the blooms for everyone's smell unique to their personalities so like um she smells like gardenias i can't remember who what blair smells like and i think uh, you know ellie smells like something else So they each have their own smell i love their own scent that that helps them real you know deal with their realities at the time. Yeah. So like Gardenias helps you know, Rhea because rhea has got so much um, anxiety and and fear and all these things because she doesn't control things that she wants to control.
1: Yeah. And I was just like, that is so nice and clever.
0: Mm-hmm. But we do
1: have the actual threat, and I love this because I mean, who hasn't threatened their friends, boyfriends, right, with pain or? having their body disappear. It's fine. Quote, if you sink your teeth or anything else, I like that it's anything else. It's not specific. Into the fair skin of Miss St. Clair, I'll gladly help those women plan where to hide your body after they kill you. He's (laughs) like, I like that. He's like, I'm not going to be the one killing you, but I'll help get rid of the body. Right? Like, please understand.
0: I I also like in that same thing. They said that, um, you know, and they're fairly charming once you get past the lightning, fireballs and creeping vines and never having a single secret that you can call your own. But these women are like family to my wife. I feel the need to warn you. Yeah. And and I like that because it's like it's establishing that no matter what happens, they are their own unit no matter what and they're going to handle their own things in their own way. So if mm-hmm. you if you fuck with Ree You fuck with the other four,
1: too, and they're going to make your life hard and difficult, and rightly so. Yes. And I love that. Because it's like they can exist without, but there's a strong female network that they let others in, but they're still that core group, no matter what. It's a strong sisterhood. Yes. So then Matthew leaves and goes to his maker, Callista, and she gives him fresh blood, and it tastes rancid to him. So she she goes over his symptoms, he's getting headaches, there's pain in his chest, it's slight and dull and it won't go away. Mm-hmm. So the the illness happens throughout this and she's trying to be like, well, just, just drink her blood and get on with it. Like, do what you gotta do, man. Because she's way older than him. Yeah. I don't like, know how old she is. But... I always got the feeling
0: she was at least like, I mean, with her name, Calista, I would guess at least like Roman times.
1: Yeah. So almost, like, a thousand years old, at least. Roman Greek times. Yeah. She was like, you know what? Marry her. Get some... Like, you can adopt babies. It's cool. Do it on the DL. But he, quote, because it wasn't fair, he couldn't ask that from Rion, He had nothing to give her in return. He couldn't steal her future. But he couldn't say that to Calista. She wouldn't understand. And even if she did, she wouldn't agree. End quote. So it's just like, he just wanted her to be happy. And that's so sweet. Especially because he, he agrees. He's like, you know... It's not the same as feeding off of the girls at the club because that's their choice. And it's basically lust. Yes. It's not love, it's just lust. Mm-hmm. We then go back to Ree. She, she goes, her, her powers have been acting haywire, probably because of all the like emotional disturbances, and she's not in a familiar place since she arrived in London. And after they had that hot makeout session, she's really out of sorts. So she decides to go to the park and just, like, practice her magic and let out all her stress.
0: Yeah, and and I think the park is also a chance for her to be independent in a very coddling situation in her mind because she's never had someone
1: looking over her like that. Yeah, know? I think she's always had chance to be alone. She's very introverted, I think. Yeah. But guess what? Dash appears. I just love he uh he just wanted to make sure that she's okay. So he followed her, and I was like, that's really sweet. So she does some practicing, he's pretty impressed, and then he asks, <laughs> he goes, do you think you could shoot the buttons off his coat with that lightning, without causing permanent harm, of course? And I was just like, oh. Uh. That's such like a little brother
0: thing to ask, right? I know! So like, um. it's obvious he's not like, I mean, he is somewhat interested in her because like, she's an available woman, but he's mm-hmm. also clearly like looking at her almost like an older sister.
1: Yeah, definitely like a sister, and he just wanted her to be okay, and he was like, also, he's been shocked by the lightning, so he's like, I would like to see someone else suffer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: well, in that same scene, she also admits that, like, the more nervous she gets, the harder her powers are to control. Yes. And she and she openly tells that to Dash, which is a huge thing in that fog cloud. Yeah, Because it it's a moment of trust, because she already liked him, but now she trusts him. Yes, very true. And um, totally important.
1: Yeah. I think she realized when he, like, was sitting down reading the riot act to Matthew. Yes. <laughs> so the next day, they, Kat and Ree are going shopping because the Duchess invited them to her house for ball, I think. Yeah. A party. So they need more outfits. And... Rathord is there to carry their things, because why not? Like, he keeps teasing Kat, and Kat's, like, going to send her home. And he goes, or, this is just how good these lines are. Or what? You'll make me run back home, or simply put me on a leash? He pretended to his options. The leash idea actually sounds like my idea of a good time. (laughs) I know. I love that. And, like, Rhi doesn't get it. Uh-uh. And like Matthew's there, and Cat's there, and everybody else gets it, and Cat is like super flustered, and Cat's like, "Ree's like, what is going on?" So Cat was like, "You need ribbons. Go to the shop and wait." And she's like, "Math, like Blaswell, will you wait with her?" And he's like, "Yes." Um, so she can take Radthorn home and probably verbally accost him. I'm assuming that's what's happening in the car. Probably beating him a little bit too. But he might oh, yeah.
0: like that. Well, especially because, like, he talks about how, like, he had no idea his sister-in-law and his brother, you know, played that way in his words, so...
1: Yeah, he definitely says some things he should not be saying out in public. Yep, yeah, because I had highlighted that, too, because I was,
0: like, bold. That's bold, sir. And then, like, this moment 4s is I'll tuck my tail and
1: heel when you ask. There's so many good ones that like they're it's all tongue in cheek by the guy like them because they know the people around them don't get it
2: mm-hmm. it's so
1: good so cat and rathorn go off and you have matthew and re together he gets a little let's put it this way his fangs descended <laughs> he very hungry and he's not looking great so he throws her basically in the carriage because he has to get out of there and mm-hmm. she basically feeds him, like, she, gets, like, cuts her thumb on his tooth, and he basically drinks from her finger, and... It's mutual pleasure. <laughs> right. He... Fingers are in the in the carriage, because it's kind of interesting, because she doesn't know what's going on, really. He asks her, like, where are you feeling it, and stuff like that. And so, quote, he slid one finger into the silky warmth of her just before her eyes flew open and she stared at him as he brought her to completion thunder may have crashed as she cried out for him milking her finger as he continued to take her higher and higher wringing every drop of pleasure from her finally when she settled on his lap he pulled her finger from his mouth and wrapped her arms around his arms around her holding her close as she came back down from the storm-laden mountain of pleasure she trembled in his arm I was like damn girl being a hussy in the carriage and not only being a hussy, but like,
0: then going forth and asking about like, like, will you marry me? Yeah,
1: she straight up goes, "So will you marry me?" <laughs> she's like, "You haven't asked me," and he so he asks her, and she's like, "Soon," and he's like, "Why is the rush?" And she, uh, quote, "Because we would make the most lovely storm together," and you're you're too honorable to take me without marrying me first, and I'm worried about you. It's, like, so sweet, because she she knows he can't... She knows he's starving. So she's like, we'll get married. It'll be fine. I'm like, Mm. sweet. So, and it it apparently will take three weeks, so you have to have the... Like, you got to get permission and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. I didn't focus on this shit.
0: Well, then you've got, like, like, the father's permission and stuff like that as well. Yes.
1: And then... (gasps) Oh... Oh, the carriage rolls to the stop. Okay, so they're discussing the logistics. And my one of my favorite things. So the carriage pulls up to the house, and she is just whipped out of the carriage. <laughs> we don't know by who. Like, it's a, that's the end of the chapter. She's just like, whoosh,
0: gone. Oh, but, but first she's, like, unbuttoning the bodice of her dress so he can have some more food.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She wanted to make sure he had enough, because she only cut her thumb. And he was like, no, no, we're good. I'm not doing that right now. So she's basically pulled from the coach. And he's like, what the hell is happening? And then he's jerked from the coach as well. (laughs) Who is there? And I just love this. One furious lichen and one livid vampire. And I'm like, you can picture this. They're just like, Uh they hate each other because who is it? but Alec McQuery holding Re, and you know dash on the other side it's like cuz y'all two hate each other and you're here ruining my good time <laughs> right
0: like like hold on now i don't need your permissions for any of this i need my father's permission but he's back in scotland so fuck the fuck off he's reading his books that he never leaves so i don't need your help mm-hmm. thank you anyway
1: they are, like, they keep trying to get her to go inside, and she is just getting pissed. And she was like, why didn't we just go straight and, like, get married right then? You know, there were ways to do that if they left London. And they keep trying to get her to leave, and she says, And let the three of you pummel each other in the name of my virtue. I think no. This has gone on quite long enough. Alec McQueary, you're, you're a dear friend, and I appreciate your concern. But there is no need for it. As for you, Dash Thorpe, if ye if harm one hair on my fi- fiancé's head, I'll make sure cat has you sleeping in the doghouse for a fortnight or longer. End quote. I was just like, yes. Yes, I know.
0: I highlighted that too because it's like, she is so clearly her own person. Mm-hmm. And I love that about her. That's why, I love, that's why I wanted you to read this book. Because I had a feeling you were going to like her a lot.
1: Yes. I love me some strong, independent woman with sass. Yes.
0: Um, and she's got enough sass to create um, a small army.
1: She has enough sass for a forest of sassafras ass trees.
0: Because, like, when she's angry, like... Because, to continue on, it says, like, did you say fiancé, Re. Alec's face contorted with unfailed rage. Thunder crashed in the sky, which had quickly turned to gray. Oh, dear. She was getting even angrier than she first thought. How dare they behave as though they knew what she was best for her. She stomped her foot, and lightning struck nearby with a loud clap of thunder immediately following. At least it wasn't raining. She'd be hanged before she'd cry in front of these men.
1: Yeah. On top of it, we have Dash getting even more mad because he says... But you smell like you did more than ride in your carriage with the lass. And then she's just like, What? Y'all can smell that? That was my favorite. She goes, Lichens could smell that? She'd die of embarrassment. She'd never be able to look Innsforth in the eyes again. Who would have thought that had a scent, for heaven's sake? I'm just. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kat's back in the house, just like, My plan worked. It's <laughs> like, La 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 la. Yeah, because, uh,. When they finally have settled things out, there is no fighting, just love. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to Rie goes up to see Cat in her her study, and Cat just goes, "Have you set a date yet?" And I'm just like, "I'll be here for you, girl." Oh, uh, oh, god. And she basically Rie's like, "What? You knew all of this would happen?" And she's like, "Yep." But are you happy? And let me tell you, I bet she's very happy. <laughs> yes because Matthew seems to be very skilled in his amorous intentions <laughs> so she knows she's going to have to try to do this quick just to make sure Matthew is healthy because she, she gets that something's wrong she's like right. there is something not right with this man right now he is ill and it comes up repeatedly yeah I mean like and it's noticeable
0: and like and of course you know like Alec is giving Matthew like The dressing down for ages because like yo this is like my little sister Mm -hmm. the fuck are you doing yeah like she's important to kate but she's also important to me because i grew up with these girls like these are my friends like i feel like i should be in charge of this because her dad is an idiot who doesn't pay any attention to his daughters yeah nothing ever works in their direction because of that so i need to step in which means you need to step off because I want to make sure you're not taking like advantage of my, of my friend and also of someone that needs my protection because no one else is protecting her. And Matthew's like, but that's what I would be doing.
1: Yeah, and he's—I right. I love um, like to ask for permission. Uh, if you're asking what to put in the letter, a simple "I'd like your permission to Mariana. Please have the bands read this upcoming Sunday would suffice." And it's just like. I don't think Matthew realized how neglectful her father was. Yeah, like he had an idea, but like until Alec really broke this down, yeah, he was like, "Um, you should have your man, like, like keep on him, and like, you know, you you have to do everything." Her dad might give his permission, but he's not going to do any of the necessary shit, right? So, he, like, you, you could send him a letter, sure and he'll be like, "Oh, cool," and then never respond, right? So. He'll read it like, oh,
0: that's great for my daughter as he gets stuck doing whatever scholarly world he was in. Yeah. Because like, because like his dad shut down when his wife died. Mm-hmm. And this is mentioned in one of the books, I can't remember which one of the three, but when a coven, like when someone in the coven dies, they, like the other members of the coven all start to die kind of close together as well. And then oh. the new coven is formed
1: interesting
0: so when they're because like all the moms died like within i I would guess like maybe like a year or so from each other and so but and the the new coven cannot be formed until the old one has passed on Hmm. yeah so all these girls lost their mom at different ages because they were you know born at different times but it was around the same time period So that's another thing that makes their bond so much stronger is because they've lost their mother so young. So I think that's important to put, too, because she lost her mother, I think, within the past, like, decade. Mm -hmm. And then um, her father, like, shut down and just completely, like, disappeared from her life, basically. Yeah. Because he couldn't handle the pain. And she's had to raise Jenny since then. And she's not that much older than Jenny. That's the thing. And then you've also got like the coven who have also helped to raise Jenny because like she couldn't raise it on her own. Yeah. You know, like there had to be that level. And so Jenny knew about all the stuff that was going on with her mom. And then, you know, her not being, you know, a, a witch or whatever, but, and she was okay with it because these were still like her sisters as well because, you know, she never had a mom. So they kind of all helped in, and raising each other, the younger, Yeah. Cause like, um, sorsha yeah is yeah she's the youngest and i think ellie is the oldest so there's quite like a six-year age range between the oldest and the youngest of them are thereabouts. and i think that um uh like kind of in the middle and so there's been a lot of like yeah so there's been like a lot of stuff that's happened and you find out more again like in in the book before this um You find out more in Blair's book about what's been going on as well.
1: Yeah, so we then go to the party. This is what I love about Regency once. There's always a party. They get to drink out of those uh, coupe glasses, be fancy. I don't have my coupe glasses here. Otherwise, I would drink out of my coupe glasses more. Ooh, talk about fancy. I I drank my wine out of a plastic like kid's cup last night. I've drank things out of mugs. I'm... The only reason I have coupe glasses is because they're from a dead relative. So, Yeah. And if you're thinking of coupe glasses, those are the ones that in the 20s that champagne was drank out of. Or mm. aka were supposedly designed by the perfect shape of Marie Antoinette's breast. <laughs> That's legitimately. It's a weird thing. Why do I know these facts? I don't know. So again, at the ball, Marie is not pleased with her bodice coverage. <laughs> I just love As every always. time she's just like, ugh, why?" And she's there basically to talk to her aunt, but her aunt, because Matthew, he's like, "I, I, I will be there. I just can't show up with you. Things are happening." A.K. He's going to Scotland, but right. so he and, so, and
0: it's a bit of a wrong, it's a long run when you're like at half <laughs> half, half where you need to be, yeah, yeah.
1: So, she comes on the arm of Rathorn. Um, She's like, how am I I supposed to borrow some of his respectability if he's not here? What is he good for? But the nice thing, we we do find out, like, Kat's like, if you get too overwhelmed, let me know. I'll probably make my excuses with a headache. Which, she gets headaches in crowds because she gets tormented by the futures of everybody. Which, disappear... When Dash is touching her, and they're like, but he can't always be touching her because people get suspicious. Mm-hmm. And not even just that. It's not always possible in
0: a crush, either. No. You're going to always get separated from them at some point because there's 15 people around you moving in a constant motion. So
1: Yeah. When she does see her aunt, um, her aunt like purposely like leads her sister away, and she wanted to spark her. But before she could send the lightning... I love this. Dash, close hand, close around her finger. Don't even think about it. <laughs> um, And he pretty much tells her, like, he's like, don't keep it in. Just don't, try not to ever bother you. Like, it'll be okay. And I'm just like, oh, you really do care. Oh. And then Reed does what everybody wants to do at a party. Hide behind a plant and eavesdrop on her aunt. Yep. <laughs> I just She's standing there for a while, too. Oh, yeah. It's
0: like she's hearing all the all the things she does not want to hear.
1: Well, let's go over the things Greer says. Her father has plump pockets. Um, you can't tell it by rion She is not one for the finer things in life. She's not made to marry. Like, Ginny has potential. Like, look at how far she's come. I've just started working on her. Uh, also, her aunt goes basically points out, like, you know... I, if I my husband died, I'd marry again for money. And she goes, I thought you did. Oh yeah, this is where she says it was too bad for her that her husband kept a tight rein on the purse strings. She assumes her aunt's probably using Ginny to get money, and mm-hmm. she is not pleased. And here we like, you kind of see like her plans for G- like Greer's plans for Ginny and how like her aunt thinks because Matthew's not there that he has already tossed her off for another lady. But this is where, so Duchess, the Duchess is there, and she was like, but the older girl, that one is a diamond of the first water. She'll make a brilliant match this year. I'd wager on it. And I'm just like, and like, raised behind the, like, the plant being like, oh, this woman I don't really know is standing up for me. Because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. she got good sp- hutzpah, and the, the Duchess was very impressed with that and, and And to be
0: fair, she also really, really does not like Aunt Greer.
1: No, because I think she's seen ladies like this, and she's like, "You full of bullshit, right? Like, you ain't great." The Duchess doesn't suffer a fool. Exactly. Like she's like, "I'm
0: way higher in society, and I can make or break you. Would you like me to break you?"
1: So she continues. I do like that girl. I she has quite the spine. Bloodswell is in possession of one of the finest estates in Derbyshire. His fortune is unparalleled. Rian Sinclair will fit quite nicely into his life. And I was just like, "Ooh." girl got support Mm-hmm. Um, from high high up yes everybody's afraid of this woman and i i love her so radborn finds her behind the plant and gets her out and basically he was like if the duchess would just shove anchor in a cupboard and keep her there for the rest of the night this story would be salvageable And Radborn teases, there are two young Lycan gentlemen who have been known to accomplish such feats. And I was just like, (laughs) he goes, I've heard they work quite cheaply. I was just like. (laughs) (laughs) I love that about them. They're just like, they've taken her in as a family and they're like, do you want us to put her in a cupboard? And mind you. Because we're totally down with that. Yeah, they're totally down with it. They were not invited. The two younger brothers were not invited. (laughs) They're
0: just there. And like, well, and even like Hadley wasn't invited either, or Archer was there. Um, like he wasn't, he wasn't invited either. Like he just came because,
1: <laughs> Rhea brought him. Like that was his invitation. Like, I just love that invitation method. I just brought uh-huh. this person. That's why there's so many goddamn people at this party. <laughs> yes. The best part is the Duchess shows up and it goes, "We're gonna have a conversation." And oh wait, no. Before
0: before that, they talk about Mister Finchley. The one that oh um, yeah yeah they talk about her um the one
1: that that Greer, Greer is, is to set Jenny up with
0: selling, and eventually
1: yes. is gross. He is abusive. He cheats on his on the like his partners constantly. He's like he's
0: like not the worst of the worst, but he's down there on that limb that that limb. He's just slightly less off the edge of the plank.
1: Yes. So, because Reeve forces Radley to tell her, because her aunt was, like, trying to, basically trying to put Ginny out on the balcony with him and have a scandal so they have to get married. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not how you do shit.
0: And, like, he's been known to physically hurt them and misuse them.
1: Yeah, physically and
0: probably emotionally abuse them. Which makes me think of things like sexual assault, Mm -hmm. um... You know, obviously physical restraint and stuff like that. But also, like, I would not be surprised if, like, in the bedroom he, you know, hurt them in other ways. Like, in, in like, the, say, the, the the leash play that, you know, Kate and Dash do. do. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't cause someone to be hurt. I'm sure he's, it's like BDSM, but without the consent. Yes, exactly. Yes. And so I it's. I, I like the fact that Radborn is like, no, this is not good. We can't let this happen. Yeah. Let's get some stuff st- started. It's the best way we know how. Yes. Like, you're my family now because you're part of Kate's uh, family. Yeah. And, and because of that, we're going to protect your
1: sister because family is family no matter how you put it together. Exactly. And I love that. That's – it's such a nice message because it's like family – it's not the ones you're born with. It's like it could be this completely outside family. And like, and you like when you learn about like um,
0: Dasha's mom and the the other three's mom, you realize that she's or dad, I can't remember. But anyway, like you learn, no, it's mom. Um, you learn that they're not bad, they're not bad people, but they're not a family. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't go together that well.
1: Gotcha. So after that conversation, the Duchess comes up and basically is like, Rhi, we need a conversation." My lord, you're not needed. Don't make me regret my generosity for you and your unruly brood staying. Like, she acknowledges, y'all ain't invited. I'll tolerate it. Let me take this girl. <laughs> exactly. Like, this, this is mine. Get your own. So we then go to Scotland, but, you know, Matthew is not doing well at all. <laughs> nope. He isn't looking great. Anything... So Alec is like, I'll get someone for you. Like, we'll feed you. And he goes, I promise three, I wouldn't take anyone else, which is damn sweet. Who is it? Their friends show up. Yeah, Benjamin Westfield. So that's Ellie's husband.
0: Yes. So that's the um, healer in the series. She's the healing witch.
1: Yeah, so Ellie and Benjamin show up. Unexpectedly. Mainly because Benjamin is concerned for... Alec Mc, McQueary, and so he had, he bribed the butler that as soon as he came home, he was to send word. <laughs> I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, clever, clever man. So he's like, okay, Lycan, like healing witch. Gotcha. And he mm-hmm. goes, well, this'll be news to Alec, that his best friend is a wolf. And the say
0: they were two years, 12 years old, so, because yeah. they met at Harrow. What yep. Hara, whatever. Um Her so name. that means that um and they're like in their like I think they're like twenty eight, something like that in the book, the last book. So they know each other for like over half their life. Yeah, basically. they they said he's like over a decade of friendship. Yeah, fourteen so, years, that's what it mentions, fourteen mm-hmm. years.
1: So Ellie helps temporarily heal Matthew and you know, while Benjamin goes out and scrounges up Mr. Saint Clair. <laughs> yep. I just love these like Like him and Alec which Alex then has to be like, What the fuck? You're a wolf too? And Alex And you're a
0: witch? Wait, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think he was as shocked by the witch shit. Yeah. But I think the the wolf thing he was just like, Hmm, why didn't you tell me? But so they go off to get the dad. Ellie heals temporarily heals him. She goes, It's not a permanent solution and gets the permission. The saddest he's like, I wanna marry your daughter. Okay. Have the bands read. Okay. (laughs) Like, that's like the whole extent of the conversation. Matthew's just like, what? Like, don't you want to ask anything about
0: me? Like, do I have money? Do I beat my women?
1: You don't know Am I already married? (laughs) There's so (laughs) many questions to ask that he doesn't. So, Benjamin thoughtfully goes, we're gonna take him to the vicar right now, because otherwise this shit ain't happening. (laughs) She's like, I appreciate you, sir, for acknowledging what would happen. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Sorsha shows up, tackles Alec, and, you know, pretty much... And Alec's like, you can't just, like, knock over strange men. She goes, I'm giving you a hug. Which makes me laugh. And immediately turns to Matthew when she finds out, and she goes, do you love her? Please tell me you do. She needs to be loved. She always has. Um, you have to love her. It's the only way she sighed deeply. I wish I could tell you, but then it might never happen. And so we're just like, it's, it plants this like little nugget in your brain. You're like, wait, what is something Mm -hmm. happening? So we go back to the party to the best conversation in the book, in the book. Really? Any of the conversations with the Duchess are just the best because she gives no fucks. Nope. She gives Rhi the best advice. Do not give Greer Cooper another thought, my dear. She will not be allowed to stomp on your success. I will not have it. I've formally taken you under my wing as of this moment. You should consider me to be your mentor, your taskmaster, your confidant, if you so choose. And I was just like, yes, 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 yes.
0: And she admits that, like, she's got, like, you know, she's got Kate, and that's good, but she needs someone that's got real power in this. And she's built up that power base to really kind of, like, push everything the way it needs to be done
1: she has the social capital to get shit done yeah Mm -hmm. i do enjoy all of the hints about matthew's package in this Mm -hmm. conversation because at one point the duchess goes although i doubt any of his pieces were little (laughs) and people say women don't talk like that we totally do
0: and she's like And I did want to know more of him. Every all of him, like you said, every little piece. And says when she goes down to that, like she also talks about, like that's when you learn a little bit more about how deeply ingrained the night thing is in Matthew, because she wanted to see that he could have done that, Mm -hmm. but he chose not to because he didn't want to take her, her choice and her innocence innocence away. He wanted the consent yes. and he didn't want to be connected with her in that way, so he did not want to take that that capital that she had away.
1: Yes. Also, I should mention, both ladies are drinking brandy so the Duchess is getting her drunk AF. Mm-hmm. Also, when, he, when she addresses the, that bloody gentleman thing to do indeed, I say, it's time to take the bull by the horns, my dear. Or by the horn, at least. <laughs> if you want to catch a man, choose a, an appropriate part of his body to grab hold to. <laughs> and
0: then she just flat out says, seduce him. Like, all the other ones are like, you know, don't seduce. You see that, like, all the time in, like, the, the Regency books are like, don't seduce. And, like, the Duchess is like, no, no. Seduce. Get shit done. Right. Like, put, put everything on the table. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your life. Do your do what you need to do.
1: Yeah, I love that woman though. She great.
0: <laughs> I know she I keep saying it, but I do because she's like she's she's a kind of mother figure that I think Re needs.
1: You know, she's she the needs kind of mother figure I fucking need. Well, yes, she ever. <laughs> but every... within this story, <laughs> I think we all could use this mother figure.
0: Seduce. The I think Bulba. she'd be a great. I think for me, she'd be a good aunt. Oh, she had too many I I had too many mothers in my life. I had a godmother, a mother and a stepmother.
1: It's a lot of mothers.
0: yeah a fourth one would and I actually had two godmothers so that'd make a fifth mother. It's a lot. So I, I think I think I'm good with being an auntie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so during this time Matthew arrives when they're finished the conversation. Re is smashed. Oh yeah, like oh in the cups. Which is my favorite way to say drunk. In these, you know, so and so's in the cups. They drunk. Um,
0: They're real
1: drunk. But Radborn, like, so the Duchess returns her to Radborn, which I love that that's just how, like, you just drop someone off and, like, take care of them. Goodbye. Like, she's a fairy godmother or something. Yep. Um, And Radborn's concerned. He's like, let's go get you some air. You need some fresh air. You smell like brandy. And of course, Matthew is hella jealous. But luckily Alex stops like him when they're dancing from like interrupting. And then when they go out into the garden, he sees them embracing and he is not pleased. Oh no. He's like having all these
0: jealous feelings in his breastbone and it's not very good.
1: So there is an encounter in the garden after she was like, Rathorn you can leave. I'm safe with him. He's me, my fiance. And she tells Matthew, I do not want you to, well, I do not want a gentleman, she breathed against his lips as she cupped the back of his head and drew it down to her. Rion tilted her head to expose her neck. I want ye, all of ye, right now. What has come over you, he asked, between frantic kisses. He pressed her throat. You haven't come over me, no, no yet, she breathed. <laughs> "But like, I was like, girl, you don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> She's like, I don't know what these words mean, but I know they have value.
1: Well, I think... Well, He's attention you. To Not yeah. him. You're not on yeah. top of me. Like yep. that. But double entendre... I was just... I was chuckling. They have an encounter in... the, uh, against, the against the garden wall. Yep. Um, he feeds. So, at the end, he... He appraised her from head to toe. Once they had righted her clothing. You look as though you have been tupped ag- on a garden wall, lass. He lamented. Rian sniffled a grin. Do I look like I enjoyed it? Did you? His gaze was penetrating. That's for me, to Ken... And for you to find out, my lord. She's saying as she spun away from it. But I was just like, best exit from an encounter ever. Mm, yes. Did like, you enjoy it? So for me to know, yeah. you to find
0: out later, bitch. <laughs> and like, and she's so confident about it. Yes. Like Rhea is one of the most confident people I've I've seen in a book. Right? Like, yes. She's vulnerable as hell on things like her her witchy stuff, but she is. Like, not taking shit for anything.
1: No. Immediately as she leaves, he is surrounded by werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. They are not pleased at all. Specifically, Dash, because he was like, I told you not to do this. And how is he to refuse her? She was all like, Do it, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew is so over it. And he goes, I get you're concerned. I've got the blessing, the bands will be read on Sunday, she'll be my wife by the next full moon, we good. But he also admits that he's glad that she has people to care for her because, you know, her father doesn't, her aunt doesn't. And he goes, I can't even be mad at them because they're just looking out for her. Yep. Then one of the twins has a horrible surprise when his maker, Callista grabbed him by the neck and then she... Scratched his face from ear across his cheek to his mouth, so gives him half of a Glasgow smile.
0: And she does it because they were saying that they were stronger, and she's like, "Sup, bitch? <laughs> You're like twenty years old. I'm like a thousand. Mm-hmm. Don't be playing with my with my basically my kid. Yeah, she's a proud mm-hmm. mama. You're talking bad about
1: my baby. F uh, that. Interestingly, I thought." They're like werewolves. Yes, they heal, but they—he's not going to heal from this. So he's always going to have that mark mm-hmm. because it was made by a werewolf. It's, I think it's
0: very interesting, like just the 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 way that these guys are solidly in their way.
1: Mm-hmm. So then the guys leave. Callista and Matthew have a conversation because he's not looking like it's like you're looking better, but like I'm not about this, and. She gives him a kiss on the cheek, like they have an agreement, and he hears someone running towards the house, so he has to figure out who it is. He can't figure out who it is. Immediately, like, after the wolves were done with Matthew, that whole party left and went home, Mm -hmm. and she hadn't heard anything of it, and, like, nobody's answering what happened. So, Rhea's pissed. She is suffering from insomnia when there's a rock thrown at her window, well, a bunch of rocks thrown at her window, and who is it but Ginny? So she comes down, hugs her sister that she, like, hasn't been able to because her aunt, like, keeps her at a distance. And there, Ginny tells her that, one, her sister has been basically assaulted by Mr. Finchley. He tried to kiss her, wouldn't let go of her, and she kept trying to push away, push away. And Lord Stephen stood, like, pushed him back and, like, basically defended her. And then she has an account, somewhat of an encounter because they go into the garden so she can fix her stuff. Because Finchley had ripped her bodice and her hem, so her dress is a bit of disarray. And there she sees Matthew with some woman kissing him. That is how it's displayed. And, oh, the chaos. I mean, uh, you have to make sure that Big Sister is taken fully care of. She's like, my sister would do this for me. I'm going to do this for my sister. Mm-hmm. So Matthew actually calls upon Dash the next morning to make sure everything's sorted out between Hadley, like, the the twin, and, like, he's, like, trying to smooth everything over to make sure there's no fight, and there we find out that Dash didn't even know he had brothers until a few months ago. Kat sought them out, and we we have a recap of what happened up in Scotland, and all of a sudden, the ladies are coming down the stairs, because... Matthew said when they like he last saw Reed that he would call on her in the morning and it was Rihanna, her sister, and Kat. They all stop on the stairs and give him dirty looks. And Dash is behind him going, God be with you. <laughs> you're just like he's like, I know they're upset. I don't know why they're upset. No one's told me anything, but good luck, sir. <laughs> Like, good good luck dealing with these people when they're pissed off. Yeah. I mean, Dash does not want any more lightning to his behind. He's like, you know, I like you, but I don't like you that much. Yeah. They all leave. Matthew still has no idea what the fuck went wrong. He's like, what is happening? I don't understand. So as soon as they leave, (laughs) I just, this is the best. The door to Enfor's study opened slowly, and the Lycan pushed his head out, glancing left and right down the hallway. Are they gone? He whispered dramatically. Matthew nodded. Thank God. Enford sighed, and his his shoulders drooped in relief. I don't know what you did, but you have until they get home to undo it, because I, if I have to spend another morning with my wife shooting mental daggers at me simply because I have bollocks, I'll have your head. <laughs> yes,
0: I loved that. That was, like, such a, a clear indication of how strong... Not just the coven is, but just the women in the series are in general. Mm-hmm. You don't want to
1: fuck with them. Yeah. Just, if you do, just go running. Yeah. So, they go to the Duchess's house because Re needs advice. And I just love, they're all like, she's mad. She's like, she said I could stop by. This is the night after she had a party. Who knows when bitch went to sleep? Because everyone thinks, oh, like they didn't party all night. No. Like, it was well-known at Versailles, you would party till dawn, sleep till two, get up and do the shit again. Oh, yeah. How do you think Marie Antoinette lost so much money gambling? Or uh Georgina? Oh, Georgina Georgiana, the Duchess of Devonshire?
0: Yeah. Georgiana, yeah.
1: I mean, uh,
0: she wasn't losing it at, like, you know, two in the afternoon.
1: No. Two in the afternoon's when peasants gamble. I want to yes. gamble at 4 a.m. So, when I'm so drunk, I can't know what my name is. Yeah, but she, uh, the Duchess, surprises everyone and lets them up to the sitting room. She is. They said she's like having cho- chocolate, so she's having like hot chocolate to probably soothe the hangover. I've not tried that. Who knows?
0: And when, like, well, to be fair, hold on. To be fair, it's a different kind of hot chocolate. I'm sure too, because that was a different kind of
1: chocolate. It was literally melted chocolate, maybe with a little yeah. bit of milk. <laughs> it's Spanish style yeah. hot
0: chocolate, which is the shit yep but not the kind you get at the grocery store no (laughs) just to clarify this no because people were thinking we meant like the grocery store kind
1: no it's the kind of it's like churros and chocolate um and you should like i've had some where the chocolate is so thick you can rest your spoon on top of it but it's still liquid yep oh it's so oh god i want some now as my stomach keeps grumbling during this so i'm sorry if you hear that um, it's
0: okay in between this I've been eating a slice of pizza because I'm like it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm getting hungry oh yeah I haven't it's four here
1: we started this at what uh, 1130 <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that it's fine it's fine guys
0: <laughs> um, I eventually we'll get done and you guys can leave too <laughs> your poor husband has to edit all of this no I feel sorry for my husband because he's going to go to bed in a little while because he's going to go to work I think we're o- we're getting there. We're almost done. <laughs> yes. We're like 60 pages left, I think, or something like yeah. that.
1: Close to that. Um, the Duchess is thrilled by the update on her situation of, like, that she's engaged because she, she goes, that man will take a tumble and I will be there to witness it all. And I was just like, yes, queen. Ah, the Duchess. I want to keep her forever. Right? So Jenny explains again what happened. And she's like, okay, well, ex- describe this woman. The Duchess, oh. She goes, I knew a man like that before I married Hythe. Calista Dickberg excluded sensuality in everything she did. I've never seen such confidence in a woman. Half the men of the town were falling at her feet. So basically, she then, like, they, they're trying to figure out, and she's like, she's going to help Ginny. Like, Ginny's like, I can't go home because she was going to send Kat and Ginny away so they could plot. So she's like, okay, fine. Ginny, go go into the one of my parlors, and I'll take you back. And she's like, by the time I'm done with your aunt, you'll have not only her forgiveness, but your favor. And I was like, that is a good woman. She understands that that aunt is up to no good. So back at Matthew's house, he's like, oh, God, my head hurts. I can't deal with this. And, you know, he tries to he's like, I need to he's like, I need to eat. But I keep thinking of Rhi and all the things. But we go back to Rihanna. Rihanna. And this is where we find out the Duchess's plan. Do you want to t- tell them the plan? No, no. You tell them the plan. The plan is follow him and see what shit he's up to.
0: <laughs>
1: I love it. It's Me a, too, because it's a battle plan. It's She's like, you want your man? You got to figure out what shit he's up to and make sure it's not going to be conflicting with your shit. It's basically, are you okay with the stuff he does? This plan immediately gets foiled when Cat goes, that's a stupid-ass plan. He's a vampire. He goes to a club to feed. Like, don't do that. It's a dumb plan. Cause, and the Duchess was like, you should have Rathorn come with you so that way you're accompanied and all that stuff. And guess what? They happen to run into him on the way. And so Cat goes in. I'm, she's like, I'm going to tell Dash. And Rathorn's like, I'm going to hop in this carriage. Let's go. So when he finds out the plan, he's basically like, "I don't want to deal with Dash yelling at me and being angry at me all the time." So what's the plan? And he goes, "Why don't we just go ask him?" <laughs> such such smart ideas, right?
0: Like why not why not just ask the person in question?
1: Yeah, she got upset, so naturally they're soaking wet. Seems to always happen. And the butler won't let her in because like when it started raining, it calmed her down. I was like, okay. And she told Rathorn she's like, I can deal with this. Like, it's fine. I need to do this on the own. And so once the butler won't let her in, she's like, I'll just fucking sneak in. (laughs) And sneak in, she does. I love the solutions to these
0: problems. She's like, what is the fastest, most, you know, intelligent
1: idea? Yeah. Because he could have been home and just not accepting visitors. Like, so she sneaks in. Motions to Archer that he should leave. She goes. I doubt he'll leave, but we'll go with it. But the fact is, she is so cold because it's been raining. Because she made it rain, and so she proceeds to strip and like lay out her clothes to dry off. And she goes, "He's not. Matthew's not here. He might not be here for a while, so it's fine." So she basically has to strip because her her chemise, which is like her under under clothes. Her underwear basically is soaking wet. It's transparent, because remember they're white. Yep. And then she climbs into bed and basically falls asleep. Matthew returns home. His whole household is like freaking out, and he can't be used to that because he's like pretty simple dude. And he's like, has have I been robbed? Have like the maids been caught with one of the footmen? Like what's happening? <laughs> He finds out that his butler goes. There's a girl sleeping in your bed. I went up to check on her at his insistence. Which, Rathorn's sleeping on his couch, <laughs> and he's like, "What? How long has he been here?" And he goes, "What? Like, there's like so much confusion." And then Rathorn like wakes up and he goes, Rian's in your bed," and uh, kind of slowly wakes up. And he goes, "She was angry at it with you," and he's like, "Your sis- her sister saw you kissing a woman in the garden." looking kind of happy about it because he kind of was like and now she'll be mine or at least not you know not Matthews yeah and he goes oh that storm totally makes sense now that had hit Mayfair but not the rest of the city and he tells like Rathorn is like he (laughs) looks at Matthew and he goes you will do right by her like don't fuck this up he's like you may have Callista but I don't care I don't care I will protect her with my tail wagging <laughs> and a smile on my face. <laughs> yep. Um so Rathorn leaves and the butler goes, "The gentleman said he would chew me to bits and bury me outside if I called the watch." And like, I'm just like, "Yeah, he would." <laughs> yep. He would he would bury those bones so deep nobody would find it either. Nope. He probably knows where to bury them too. Um he comes up to his room and he notices like Well, he's got two extra set of hands, too. <laughs> yeah. And people that would help him bury the body gladly in this situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, So Matthew makes it up to his room. He, like, touches her clothes and he realizes how freezing she must have been. Then he notices her chemise and he goes, oh. And he sees, like, she is naked in my bed. Oh, my God. And then he just, like, his description. I don't know. His descriptions of her in this are just so good that I can't help but, like, quoting them. She was everything he ever wanted. She was wind, rain, hail and storms. She was also love, devotion, kindness and heart. His own chest hurt a little when he thought of his of the heart he used to have. If he had one, he'd give it all to her. All of a sudden she turns over and he was like, if I could love someone, I would love her. And all of a sudden he gets like this pain in his chest. He's he's like, I shouldn't be experiencing pain. This is weird. What is happening? He's dropped to the floor. He's actually reaching for her as he falls, and he exhales, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Because he doesn't
0: breathe. Yep. And, like, it's it's something he's never heard of before, a vampire breathing. So it's very, yeah. not only disconcerting, but, like, he can't ask anybody. There's nothing, there's no one to ask. Yeah. So, like, and he can't show it to Ree because, like, he doesn't want to worry her either.
1: Because he's met her father. Yes oh god yes um he so he's like well if i'm gonna die i have to tell her so he goes i love you Rian." and like he's struggling and then he hears his own heartbeat which has to be freaky as fuck oh yeah and she looks over and she goes i love you too why are you on the floor <laughs> i just love she's just like i love you too what is happening could you imagine just waking up to that shit being like
0: wait a minute my my fiance." who doesn't breathe is breathing on the floor on the floor. And I'm naked. I know how I got this way. I don't know how he got that way. Yeah.
1: But I know that I'm still really mad at him at the same time. Exactly. So he asked if she put a spell on him. He's like, uh, didn't. And he, he's like, okay, well let's see what's going on. So he kisses her and there, he doesn't. She doesn't see any fangs. And then she goes. Typically, when you're like that, the, your, te- your teeth def- descend, but they have no when because basically it's a raging erection. And she goes. You think you might need more motivation? <laughs> I think we all know what the motivation is, guys. <laughs> yep. Um. And like, so they, uh. So like basically she's like she like exposes her breast, she's like teeth yet? <laughs> this just keeps happening. Eventually she's like, Do we still wanna focus on this right now? <laughs> oh the, oh my god. I forgot so he's slowly stripping. Take you take you where? You want me to take you back to Ensfort? He unbuttoned the fall of his trousers and pushed them down, then settled his hips firmly between her thighs. You only have to ask <laughs> Uh god and then she's thrilled because she she uh she corrupted him yep oh my other favorite so i guess vampires have black eyes in this yes and so his eyes change and he goes i'm inside you and you want to discuss my eyes and i was just <laughs> like uh oh, it's a kill like it's the sweetest sex scene but it's also so funny and, like, again, that's
0: why I like this book, because the sex scenes are fun. Yes. Like, they're entertaining, and they're fun, and they're enjoyable, and you just, you go, oh my god, yes. hmm um, I love it.
1: And then Matthew's dealing with the sensation he hasn't dealt with in a while. He's hungry as fuck for food, not blood. hmm And it kind of slips out that uh, James had transformed, so Blair's, I don't know. Yes he's no longer a vampire and he's like what for over 200 years he known Kettering he'd known him since he was a child in fact at a neighboring estate he saved him from an untimely death how is it possible that James had changed and not told him he glanced down at the signet ring identical to James he could still sense James's presence and Alex so you're just like oh and that's when we discover love made their hearts beat again yep yep yep, yep, yep. And-, and wait and like they- that story, by the way, is amazing. Well, I'm gonna read
0: it. Let's it's not doubt this. definitely like. Oh yeah, no, I mean like it's just it's amazing. Like even to the people listening, it's amazing. Like it's got a lot of action, but it's also got a lot of of the coven politics in it. So it all kind of meshes into this great like
1: adventure, and you actually go on an adventure. No use. Um, mm-hmm. They clear after their pillow talk is clearing up their argument from before of why she was mad. And that's where, you know, he tells about, like, how she turned him and all of that. And how she
0: was, like, basically his, not even best friend, because they weren't always together. But, like, she was his, like, his connection to his world, basically.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, he had other connections, but that was his main connection, because that's the one that started it all.
1: Yeah. He also gives Ree some good information about how Kat had been marked, like, how he first met Kat and how she had been marked before they were married mm-hmm. Cause it's just like and he i love he could almost see the information working through her head i'm just like you can't judge her girl <laughs> they end up returning home and they get there and he's like um all the lights are on everybody's awake and so cat enters through the door like she opens the door and she is pissed there's some sharks and debts Fighting over honor and shit, but guess who's there? But Aunt Greer, she who must not be named. (laughs) Yeah, and basically being like, "Jenny's run off. This is all your fault." And and Rees like, "Uh, what? This is the first I've been hearing of it." And immediately Matt like, he's like, "How much were you going to sell your niece for? Like, what was the rate?" Because obviously, no women of good society were going to marry that man. And he, she's like, I don't. And Greer's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, How much had he promised you on ex- in exchange for your niece? And he's like, Not pleased. He, he's like, Okay, fine. I'll double. Like it was like five thousand pounds. He's like, I'll double it, but you can only get money if certain conditions are met. And listen to these conditions, guys. Quote: If my future wife, the Countess, oh, so she's the Countess of Bloodswell, ever tells me that anything you have said or done. Has made her unhappy. I will stop all payments. In fact, I would like for her to tell me you've performed random acts of kindness in her company as well. He leaned forward as though Aunt Greer was addled. You will be nice to your nieces, both of them, from this date forward. If you meet my conditions, the trust will be paid an annuity to you. Fail and you get nothing. End quote. I'm just like... Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, you're not fucking around with my wife, with my sister-in-law, with
1: my family fuck off. Yeah. So, Greer leaves, thank god. And then they all go into the parlor and Kat's like, something's different about Matthew! (laughs) I love her just the way she's like... The way she kind of like stirs a little bit and then walks away. She's stirring shit all the time. I love her. And then he's like, Dash is like, wait, there's four heartbeats in this room. How is this possible? So... You know everybody's like, "What
2: mm-hmm.
1: so now they're all like, yeah she's he's human once more, and he says like, "Um, I'm quite looking forward to being a normal man,, mm-hmm.
0: which I'm pointing out because he doesn't he felt like he he enjoyed his his vampire life, but I think he's gonna enjoy being a human with the ability to love and to grow and to have this great future mm-hmm. and not worry about having his wife die long before he does
1: yeah that's gonna be like the hardest thing so he has to go tell alec which was like really mm. difficult because he's like alec's like wait a minute what is this this is suspicious he tells him what happens he goes love pure love made my heartbeat again so there's hope if you want that back at dash's house thorpe house Thor- thorpe house the duchess shows up because she's awesome She's like, I heard. You, I know you're engaged. I heard everything's going well. Let's plan a wedding. <laughs> also, she's the one who admitted that she got her sister to elope. She was like, "Yeah, I encouraged Ginny." Mm-hmm. Young Lord Stanley was there, and I was like, "Off, off! Improve your life. <laughs> you are happy. Be happy. You were not married to this this person that your aunt wanted you to be married to. Because it's sure it's one of those secrets where everybody knows how awful he is."
0: Mm-hmm. And as as one of like the grand dames of the seasons, she would know better than most people would.
1: Yeah. So Re threatens the men, she goes, Behave. If you behave, you might not ha- uh she goes, You might be actually invited to the next Duchess soirée. you don't have to creep in.
0: <laughs>
1: I was just like <laughs> Like you served your purpose well. You can come to my parties now. Yes. You weren't you didn't wreck shit. The Duchess has you- already started to plan the wedding, too. I don't know. Yep. It's been maybe 12 hours. This woman yep. works
0: fast. Because, like, she is, like, that woman that's going to get things done and ain't nobody going to tell her no, so she's going to get exactly what she wants.
1: And she has the social and... capital that people will hop to and do it. Mm-hmm. And, and she likes Ree. Like, she
0: genuinely likes Ree. Yeah. Like, she thinks she's smart and she's capable and she's kind and she's got a lot of... To add. Yeah, and, and but she's also got, like, a lot of in her. Like, mm. she's a complete person, and that's what she seems to value. That's what the Duchess values, is a complete person over, like, empty, bobble-headed, you know, women and girls who are only looking to move up in the world, but not in a way that doesn't degrade themselves.
1: Yeah. I love She goes, you'll be married at St. George's, of course. Um, Lady Ansford will host your wedding breakfast- We'll have to get you a stud- stunning gown that'll get everybody talking, and we got to do this before the news of your sister's Scottish wedding reaches everybody's ears. apparently, you can get married quick in Scotland, in case you were wondering. Oh yeah, in,
0: in like Scotland, you just go over, and like you can basically
1: like um,
0: at this time it was something about like you go over and you get like a hammer, like a, sm- a hammer, like a silversmith could like marry you right over the border. And it takes like three or four, I think it's like four days to get there or something. Yeah. So then you have like four days to get back. So like she had just enough time to really kind of like get it clear together. the hurdle. Yeah. And so you know it was gonna take a while. Maybe not four days. Maybe it was more like a week. But whatever. So she had just enough time to get it through. Yeah. She had her like three weeks, and that was about it.
1: So between Kat and the Duchess, it's a social event. She was basically shuffled around because they got to do it quick. So Sorsha shows up. She surprises her. And they're like, oh, do you think um, Blair will be coming? And Kat's like, yeah, she's not going to leave Derbyshire for at least seven months. And Sorsha goes, they've been married three months. Are you saying she's expecting? It's like, I don't know. Maybe the men work quick. So Dash is going to walk Reed down the aisle. And Matthew's standing there and he goes. Someone should be mad that her dad's not walking her down the aisle. But he goes, you know, it might be better. And then my favorite part, quote, but at the very last moment, the doors of the church open and Alec McQuarrie looked in across the threshold. He shot he shot Matthew a look of consternation at the very thought of crossing the portal and into the church, but he shrugged and reached behind him. Quite unceremoniously, he dragged a man forward by the lapels of his coat and shoved him through the doors with the sheepish grin, and winked at Rion before he shut the door behind the bed. <laughs> so she he just, he just chucked her dad into a church. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. The dad walks her down. He did say, like, some nice words to his daughter. They go out to, and Alec does, you know, wish her congratulations. And he goes, your father remembers a very peaceful ride in Bodswell's fine coach. In case you were wondering. <laughs> oh yeah and it to added to that um at one
0: point when matthew went up to talk to her dad in scotland her her dad said that, like he, he never worried about her about Reed because he always knew she was going to be the most competent one in the family to get something done basically yeah so like that was why and i'm just like that's still a cop-out dude yeah so, I mean, go team Alec for enchanting this guy and making him be at his daughter's wedding you should have been in at the first place.
1: Agreed. They have a very nice wedding day and all this stuff and they go to his house in Derbyshire and guess who's there? His friend James with his mm-hmm. pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, they hook up again as soon as they get upstairs. <laughs> There's like a like he talks about he goes, I waited till our like till our wedding day to have her again. I'm gonna enjoy it myself. <laughs> James and Matthew have like a little heart to heart, and it all ends well. And you know
0: the end. Oh, but wait, we we forgot something oh. in between. We forgot um one Alec, what like he walked away from the wedding knowing that he wasn't there. Remember like how he doesn't fit in there. But also the last meetup was Callista. Oh yes. Because that was one hell of a meet-up.
1: Oh, yes. It was at the, not the wedding breakfast, but the actual party. Yeah, the the Duchess's party. The Duchess's party. Room. Calista showed up. There was going to be another wolf battle. Was probably not going to go well. It all happens in the gardens, too. I love that. There's this, mm-hmm. like, always in the gardens. And basically, oh, yes. This is where the wolves all find out that Rhee is a witch. Because mm-hmm. they're about to fight. And she just, like, it's like, nope. Wind away. But so Wind go- away fog us in which is so helpful yeah and like and and the thing
0: is is like the the guys are also kind of pissed off about their like Wes's scarred face now and you know they're all like and she's just like dude i can fight my own battles yeah i got this and And dash is going
1: yeah pretty much (laughs) he's just like can you can you shock more people besides me Mm -hmm. more people and she like pr- like she basically shows Calista that she can protect Matthew because mm-hmm. she's worried about him, and it's the sweetest thing. I mean, well, especially since like now, you know, she
0: can tell he's no longer a, a vampire. Yes, he's no longer one of her children, and that's scary. If you've been like with someone for six hundred and fifty years, plus. Oh yeah. Right, like that's that's a huge betrayal of. Of everything you knew. And the person didn't say anything. Which in turn is the same thing that James did to him. So it's this
1: whole thing. And But imagine how hard. Like he mentioned Matthew when he tells Alec. He goes. He realized why James didn't tell him. He goes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell someone. That they could have it. But you don't know. You know. Like it's like. Oh I came back to life. But you have to find your true love. Which. Right. How long is that going to take? Probably another book, but that's besides the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, but the thing was, like, Callista is affected. Like, with Callista, she's happy with what she wants. She doesn't want to find true love. Yeah, what she is and who she is is good for her. Yes, and it works. And I like the fact that you know, like, Callista is like challenging her about it, and Rees like, you can't stop me. And it says, Callista could move with so much speed that no one could see her. Yet when her body coiled for motion. Rihanna called quickly to the heavens and shot six heavy spears of ice into the ground at the woman's feet. Matthew could do no more than gasp as he watched, helpless as Rihanna stopped the vampire's advances. Calista looked down, astounded to find herself trapped in a web of icicles that had sliced through her gown into the earth. She narrowed her eyes. Do you think this will stop me? She asked directly. No, but I have more, and you can either accept that I will win this battle or you can continue. Her voice didn't quiver, not even once. The vampire jerked her skirts free of the heavy spears with more than a little effort and torn fabric. But before Callista could fully remove the last icicle, Ree spun her finger in the air as she blew it across and a whirlwind erupted around Callista. The woman shrieked as that wind stake held her fixed to the ground and the swirling wind spun her around and around until her legs were tied up beyond a point she could escape from within her skirts. Callista, Matthew tried again, it doesn't have to be this way. The vampire's gaze swung toward Matthew again, and Reese saw more than a hit of pain within the depths of Callista's eyes this time. If the woman had a heart it would certainly have been breaking. I made you, she cried. You did, and I will thank you until the day I die, he said, his tone sincere, his voice over his heart. But you will die, she asked softly. Yes, I will, but I will also live and love and have children, and I will still be your friend. And she, uh, not with her, Callista spat at Rhi. Re peered down at her fingernails, trying not to peer at bored and concerned, but Calista moved when one of the last people attempt to win. She jumped forward as much as her trap skirts would allow and reached for Matthew. That was when I finally had enough. She closed her eyes and brought down the biggest bolt of lightning she'd ever summoned. The bolt shot through the air as though in slow motion, moving in zigzag pattern until the glowing spear of energy just stopped just above her head. That's when she notices that it's not anger. It's love and it's pain and it's a breaking of an entire family. Yeah. Because love gave him a family, but it also broke him from his family. And I think that's a really good metaphor for a lot of times what, what marriage is. You're breaking from your one family to go to another one. It doesn't stop you from loving your family, but your priorities have to shift. Oh, yeah. Also, can you imagine being at that
1: ball? What <laughs> the fuck do outsiders think? Because you're like, like, wow, where did this storm come from? <laughs> right? It's weird and they take her home and you see the acceptance between the two women yeah and and you also see that like the acceptance of callista is no
0: longer going to have a connection with him anyone that hears that i'm sorry that was probably my dog having coughing issues mm-hmm. um but like it, it's something that just kind of happens and yeah. it's it's
1: sad and it's horrible i think that's actually a better way to end it is with Yeah, their I think fight. so too. Because I thought that's where it was going to end, and then yeah. it didn't. And I was like, then "Okay." you saw then. Blair
0: and James. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I, I, I thought it would have been a better ending in some ways. It was a, I. But it kind of feels like there's a setup for. An, it was a setup for another thing. Oh, it is. Of course, the next book in the series is fairly
0: obvious if you read some of the clues in the book.
1: Oh yeah, can I guess?
0: Yes, yes. It's Alec and Sorsha. Sorsha. As, as, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think that's the one that was the next book in the series. I can't remember if it was that one because she put the like, flower. Is...
1: She did the flower in his uh, lapel.
0: Yep. Sorsha wants a wolf. Yes. She's mad to have a werewolf, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens when she doesn't get a werewolf. Yes. Like I, I really want to see that because it's like, so <clears throat> in the series it's uh, never been bit. Yes. That's the last one in the series. And that's the one that was Alex and Sorcia. So there's three in the Gentleman Vampire series, which is kind of like a spinoff. And then there is the three in the Westfield Wolf series, which is, a, which is Benjamin's family and stuff like that. But what I love also about these books is the titles. The titles are great. Yeah. A Certain Wolfish Charm, Tall, Dark, and Wolfish, The Wolf Next Door, The Taming of the Wolf, the wolf who loved me wolfishly yours and then you've got it happened one bite in the heat of the bite and never been bit
1: <laughs> they're just so clever i know i love them uh.
0: the authors it says the names are tammy falconer and jody pearson uh they write for the heart of carolina which is the one that which is the rwa in north carolina that's where they were in like there's been nothing updated since 2012 so we don't know what happened so yeah and that's the thing like it's it's been like we no one knows and and i really want to know like i seriously want to know because you know i i actually emailed the tammy i actually emailed her i was like you know i'm doing a whole month on lydia dare i wanted to let you know i couldn't find your writing partner but you know i want you to be aware that you know this is what i was doing you know because i was like i i feel like this is a niche of writing that really needs to have more focus on because i love the idea of combining like Historical mm-hmm. and paranormal. There's so
1: many things you can do with it. So yeah, Ava Stone. I went to her website.
0: But see the funny thing is, is it says Ava Stone, right? Mm-hmm. But in the original ones it says her name is Jody Pearson, so do you see my confusion?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I just went to the their website. I think
0: Yeah, that's what I did too. But like on one of their
1: websites it said Joni Pearson, on the other one it's <laughs> Ava Stone on one page. I'm gonna guess they decided to do a limited run and then go to their other projects. That's what I would like to think the nice thing is. Or, because what, these all came out in, like,
0: two years? Uh, yeah. Like, I know they sold them, they sold them as, like, a, a series run. Like, I know that, like, um, the Vampire series came, m- like, I think it was, like, March, April, May. Yeah, but I think it was, like, March, April, May is when they came out. So they came out in a run that way.
1: That would be my guess. It was just a limited run that they did.
0: But you see, now it's hard to know because there's like...
1: No, they promised another book! Yes! With Archer and Sophie... I want it! See? I hate this! Now you know why I'm in pain. This is the Maureen Smith issue all over again. I want to finish the Denver Rebels hockey series, but I can't because the last book's not out. And I might have read the other ones like three times.
0: (laughs) I know your pain uh, now you see why I'm like, but there was more to come. what the hell happened
1: Murder. she on Twitter <laughs> I oh, have no idea
0: God. I think so. I said profile on Twitter so
1: there is
0: Ava Ava Stone yeah Ava underscore stone
1: yes uh, can I tweet at her
0: run with it <laughs> I usually don't but because I it's my podcast so I usually don't but like but I want more. I'm going to tweet from my personal
1: account, Yeah, just so I'm less embarrassed. (laughs) I'm like, but
0: I want to. But I would like it. Um, I want to finish the series out. And I like Archer. Archer was so fun.
1: Yes. Oh my god, Archer. Archer is Rathorn. He is hilarious and snarky. He's the leash guy. Yes. Woof woof. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I feel like we just got to tweet at them and see what's going to happen. Be like, any anybody any, gonna come up and any finish it off? Do they have? Oh, let's look at content. Oh, they have a Twitter. Do they?
0: Yes. <laughs> they haven't <laughs> updated it since like 2012. They haven't tweeted since 2015. Oh, hey, they went up. The, that's better than their website because their website was 2012. Have people been because like I read these books probably back when they were first printed or thereabouts because they were at my local library. Mm-hmm. And I, I said this in the last one, but this is how I found Tessa Dare. Ah. I, I thought I thought Tessa Dare was Lydia Dare because I saw the last name Dare when I was pulling things off the shelf, and I went, oh my god, they're different, but great, thank you, because that's how I roll. I don't know the difference, apparently.
1: I've started books because my library, like, they were included in the list because they were similar, mm-hmm. and I've started reading it, and I was like, oh, huh, okay. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Let's not lie. We all get burned by free Amazon books. <laughs> I, give it time. I just got yeah. burned by one. I cannot finish it. What is it? I got it for free. It wasn't even on Amazon. What is it? Let me open my Kindle. Oh, look. <laughs> I have the first three books already on my Kindle. Oh, it's called, <laughs> it's called Branded. And I was, uh, I I'm not a fan of it. And I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty far into it. How far into it am I? <sighs> I am halfway through. And I don't think I'm gonna finish it. And it takes a lot for me not to
0: finish things. So a long time ago, Tessa Deer told me on Twitter, if you don't like something, you don't have to finish it because you don't have to invest that much time in it, because you're doing it for fun. Because I was I reviewed it under a different name and stuff once upon a mm. time, at a blog, and I was like, oh yeah, I, I'm not obligated to finish this dumb. I can't help it. <laughs> I try not, like I try not to finish, but I also don't feel like I have to anymore. Because there are some things that are just not going to work for me for a number of reasons, and so I'm just like, I'm not going to kill myself
1: trying to do that. Normally, if it, I'll like at least finish the book because I read pretty fast. Like I probably read this too, in yeah. four hours, if that. Yeah, same. Um, but this one, it was just—it's just degrading. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. It's just degrading, and I was just like, I was hoping it would change, and it like because it also deals with like wolves. And I was just like, I thought it would get better. And but it's... then, no. no. and then it got worse. It got, like, way worse. Like, it starts off with non-consensual sex, and then it goes with her selling her body for, like, to get medicine for a child, and then it just gets worse. And you're like, no, thank you. It's worse than the cat books, because I read three of those.
0: <laughs> okay, oh, to everyone, the cat books are Laura Lee's breeds. Cat books. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not just cats. They have bulls. <laughs> cats <laughs> they have other <laughs> too. two cats. many different cats <laughs> well yes you read the first three which were all cats so I will give you that uh, and you didn't get to the like three really batshit books yet either
1: no because you warned me <laughs> you and I Kelly did... from boobies and newbies were like girl don't do it don't do it and I was I'm really into um Dark Angel fan fiction? No. Well, you can't tell me it's not Dark
0: Angel fan fiction. Okay. I mean, think about it. The way they're described, does it not sound like when you get to the second season of Dark Angel? And I don't they think show I've seen like it. people like Okay, so Dark Angel is where they gene splice people with animals.
1: I'm not here for this.
0: It's a lot like the breeds, but it's actually a pretty good show. It, it stars Jessica Alba and Michael Weatherly. They were dating at the time, apparently. But anyway, because, you know, Michael Weatherly's kind of gross that way. Anyway. So... Because there's, like, 20 years difference or something, so, to be fair...
1: Wait. The guy from yeah. NCIS? Yeah. Really? He was dating
0: Jessica Alba at the time. And, like, Jessica Alba was pretty pretty young when Dark Angel was on, so... I was like, Maybe He's 52 Whoa. right
1: now. I think there's, like, 10 years difference?
0: Yeah. But, I mean, oh. it felt like it was, like yeah
1: 10 plus
0: yeah uh. he doesn't have the best track record when it comes to women anyway
1: but no, like didn't he almost get kicked off his show
0: yes yes because because Elijah Dushku said this is bullshit but yeah so it, dark angel though as a series is really good i i saw it long after it was on i just kind of i saw it on on tv one day and i was like oh i like this so i watched it and I got the DVDs because, like, oh, this shit's pretty cool. And then it ended on a cliffhanger because it's Fox and Fox decides, yeah. If you watch Dark Angel and then you and then you remember the Breeds book, it's fucking Dark Angel fan fiction style. Uh-huh. A lot of it is very similar because, like, the like the you see it later on, but like some of the the ones that don't look like human who have like very obvious um, animal mm-hmm. genotypes and stuff like that, you see it on their body and their face and their features and stuff
1: oh this is i've been reading lisa renee jones still trying to finish those ones sawyer bennett um i got distracted by lp dover again oh i got i got into So uh sawyer bennett had another series so like i'm all over the place my goodreads says i'm reading 27 books
0: Oh, I always I always forget to actually like finish what I'm what I'm reading and what not reading, so I don't know what mine say. It's but,
1: good because uh Kindle will like update it. when you finish, they'll be like, "What did you think?" I'm like, "Thanks, yeah, Kindle." Yeah, oh no.
0: Yeah, I do that, but then I forget to do it because I'm like, "Well, I don't want to put the review before I put it on the internet and then I'm like before I put it on the review here and I'm like, "Oh, right." Uh-huh. And then I forget about it and I got to go backwards. Sometimes I just give them like star ratings at that point. That's that's but, all I um, do.
1: But we and, probably should end this because it's 3 hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like I can add some of this stuff for um Patreon. the bonus content stuff. Yeah. That's Because, like I've been reading Erica Ridley. I haven't heard that um she writes she writes um historical romance and she's got something called like the, the twelve Dukes of Christmas. Have and, you seen Kelly And Kelly's... most of them are free.
1: Ooh. Kelly does uh the twelve di like the Yeah. The, 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 yeah she yeah. has a song. Like it's I an know. actual
0: good song. I know. By the way, Kelly is one of my patrons now, so hi, Kelly!
1: Hi, Kelly! Um, what else I you? love
0: Kelly. She's the best. She's so sweet. She's always supported um, this podcast for as long as it's been around. She is the best. Like, she's always kind of put forward the best things for us.
1: Oh, I have another. I think I told you about this one last time. Piper Rain, where she has the Bailey series up in Alaska. Yeah. Megan March. I've, I think I've caught up on hers. I got I got started working a lot, and Halloween is big. Oh, I have a series to talk to you about. It's about bear yeah. shifters.
0: I hope you enjoyed the episode. I really enjoy having Courtney on, and I appreciate that she answers the call whenever we have questions. We're thinking about doing a Patreon with Kissing the Coronavirus, which... I know everyone has been talking about it, but I'm very interested in to see what happens and I would like to see how Courtney and I respond to that. If you guys want to hear it, let me know. You can always find me at Twitter at Damsels Podcast. You can also find me on Facebook, Damsels Podcast. Email me damselspodcast at gmail dot com. There's even a LinkedIn company page if you guys are interested now and it kind of talks about the behind the scenes aspect of creating the website and the and the podcast and how that kind of works together and finally you can find us at Damsels podcast on Instagram and there's a couple new things on the the Instagram so i've decided to start doing some mini reviews at the suggestion of actually sarah so i think it's a great idea and i read so many books that don't make it onto the podcast I've got a backlog that I still haven't reviewed. So I think it would be great to have that. So I'm going to be doing like those this month. I've done a couple Christmas, not Christmas, (laughs) wrong time of the year. Sorry, in Germany, they're already selling Christmas stuff. And so my brain just went to Christmas. But I've done a couple Halloween type episodes. Uh, Well, I guess many reviews. And Patreon has a bunch of reviews for smaller short stories that I enjoyed there's going to be three this month usually there's around two or three and I release like I said before the extra tidbits from episodes I also do some other like short like written reviews and I communicate and I try and find stuff for you guys to have you can find that at patreon.com slash damselspodcast easy peasy one two three easy how to find me okay I appreciate you guys coming through I hope you guys like the episode. It's Halloween soon, and I want everyone to have fun. And if you're not into Halloween and you're more into Day of the Dead or there's another religious holiday around it, please enjoy it too. To me, Halloween encompasses all of that. It's just a celebration of remembering and being alive and enjoying it. And I think sometimes we definitely need that right now because the world is on fire. <laughs> to say the least. And I just feel like everybody should have fun in life, right? Life is too hard, and it sucks, and no one needs to have that kind of negativity. And if you really want to find out the short story and the story series that Courtney suggested, you got to sign on to Patreon. Yeah, it's a little thing, right? Okay, so I hope you guys enjoy your day, your week, your month, whenever you're listening to this. And please remember to fill out the form by november 30th thank you guys so much enjoy your moments of happiness bye guys